2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Tim Poole, and you're listening to the latest episode of Civil Warcast, because apparently that's the only thing we're ever going to be talking about now that uh, Donald Trump is confirmed to be under criminal investigation for obstruction of justice and violating the Espionage Act. And you've got the, uh, what was it, a former former CIA director, Jack? Former CIA director, Hayden? CIA and NSA. Oh, both. Uh, insinuating Trump should be executed. So uh, there was that, and there was a guy from MSNBC who also made the same assertion and uh, just, Wow. Wow, okay. That's nice. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk about that and then wow, it's a meme-tastic Friday. So trending on Twitter is there's a, a Donald Trump is accused of sharing the nuclear codes in a fundraising email and it's fake obviously. And then Fox News shared a photo of the judge who signed the warrant with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell on the plane. And it's obviously fake, but these people are freaking out. So at least we can have a laugh about that Well, everything kind of just falls apart. So we will. And uh, a whole lot of other crazy stories. Alex Berenson released a story on a Substack stack that uh, the White House sought his uh, banning on Twitter. And so he's got the receipts and this is huge. So uh, yeah, dark days indeed. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com, become a member if you want to support our work. You'll get access to the TimCast members-only Uncensored show, Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m., as well as Tales from the Inverted World, and we're going to have the new, I believe, Cast Castle is officially launching next week, and then we've got, we, it's a weekly series that's going to be a combination of behind-the-scenes and kind of just like a fictionalized funny take on, um, on the culture war and on the work that goes on here, so... You know, there's that. There's also a pop culture crisis in Chicken City. Check those shows out. Smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us today to talk about civil war is Jack Posobiec.
1: What's up? Jack Basobic here, host of Human Events Daily, also senior editor over at humanevents.com. Human Events Daily, now also available, Real America's Voice. We're on at 10 p.m. So I, I asked them, I said... We need to fill that gap in between cause Timcast has eight to ten and then there's that period and then the eleven o'clock goes up. I want to fill that gap. So we are the Timcast Night Watch over at ten PM Human Events Daily. At ten PM? Ten P. M.
2: So like you watch the show and then you talk about it's like it's like the, the It's pre recorded. Oh, okay. I was kidding
1: anyway. Except for tonight. But um uh, we're gonna record it here right now.
2: Yeah, 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 of course. Right.
1: Exactly.
0: So Civil War. Obviously. Anyway, we have Hannah Claire Brimala hanging out.
3: <laughs> hey, I'm Hannah Claire. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. That's oh,
0: it. okay. Hi. Hey, hey, Hannah Claire. Uh, you ever go by Hannah, by the way? No, I'm just I Hannah always Claire Hannah straight Claire. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian Crossam, what's up, dudes? Let's rock and roll.
2: And uh, Lydia's sick today, unfortunately. So Chris oh, yeah. is here.
0: Hi, I'm Chris. Hey, Chris.
2: Anyway, let's that's enough about out of you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the uh, here's the story, the yo. Big mouth on Chris. Gosh. Yeah, Look, guys, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Earlier today, to cut the mic.
2: I'm reading this Alex Berenson thing about how the White House uh, basically instructed or demanded his suspension. And I'm like, wow, this is a huge story. And then all of a sudden, I see people talking about like, hey, you see the former head of the CIA calling for Trump's execution? And I was like, what? And so I looked. up, I was like, OK, he's not really calling for it. He's just saying that should happen, basically. <laughs> and so here's so <laughs> I'm just kind of out of it. I'm like. Um, last night, someone mentioned that Joe Rogan said on the show, he thought I was crazy when I said civil war was coming and now he thinks I'm right. And so, uh, they sent the clip to me and I played it earlier on my morning show and it's just kind of like, now what Jack called it, like Tim Pool's right night or whatever. I don't know what you were saying.
1: Tim Pool's right week.
2: Right week. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's, it's just like, it's easy to call it things that you get right. I got a lot of things wrong. I, you know, to make that clear, but here's the story. Trump is under investigation for violating the espionage act after FBI recovered 11 sets of classified documents from Mar-a-Lago. Full warrant is unsealed, but ex-president insists he declassified everything, which he can. And so uh, I thought they said he was uh, got the nuclear documents. Well, what happened to that story, Washington Post? What are they saying now? It's a broad search warrant. It's not, it's not, the search warrant says all, all documents for the entirety of his presidency.
1: So the the piece that we have here and humanevents.com actually dropped this an hour before anybody else today. We we got our copy of it. Remember, the story has changed every single day of the week because at one point we were it was the Newsweek piece. And the Newsweek piece says two high-level justice officials tell us they're authorized authorized to tell Newsweek that the department of justice had absolutely nothing to do with this raid that it was all the fbi it was completely driven by them it was ray these guys out of dc these numbskulls they were the ones behind it and even though by the and they just grudgingly admit way down at the bottom of the newsweek article that and by the way of course there is a grand jury in dc that's you know looking up to indict the former president for crimes but you know, don't worry about that and then garland comes out the next day and says it actually was him who right. authorized the raid. Then, the night before, we're told, but he, oh, but what does Garland say to us? Garland says to us, it was narrow in scope. Okay, narrow in scope. Immediately, he walks off stage. He's he, this, this deranged, you know, he's like five, six. I called, him a, um, I called him a deranged eunuch. And we get the leak to the Washington Post. The Washington Post says nuclear codes, right? New, nuclear documents. N- nuclear documents. They, they said,
2: we don't know if it's pertaining, pertaining to weapons, In the United States or elsewhere. Right. So it's like they didn't know actually what it was. Well,
1: and here's the thing, right? You know, um, kind of the no cap response to that is that obviously the nuclear codes get changed on a very regular, like it's very frequent basis. Could Could you
2: imagine if it's like, I'm no longer the president for over a year now. But we're not gonna change the launch codes. Change the locks. He's, he's in the front Well, this room. is you know
1: this is the big meme on on sort of like MAGA Twitter right now is that it's now we've gone from nuclear or so or ultra MAGA to nuclear MAGA. So that that's right. That's right. He, Trump never let, never gave up the nuclear codes. He's got him down there at, at Mar-a-Lago. Baron Trump is gathering the fizzle material. He's got four. <laughs> he's got four nuclear turbines already. He's working towards ten. Um, you know they're 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 targeting Rehoboth Beach you know all the rest of it. So the memes have just been flying, absolutely flying. And uh unlike the missiles which are not flying hopefully. Though we'll we'll keep an eye, we'll keep an eye on uh, on all that. But no, they they said that it was narrow in scope, but then we get so when I posted the documents this afternoon, I said, "Wait a minute. It says right here all documents from the President's archives from January 20th, 2017 all the way to January 20th, 2021. Well, that's the entire scope of his presidency. So that's why you're seeing things in this inventory sheet, which we also posted, that say things like the Roger Stone pardon is in there, or like letters between himself and Emmanuel Macron. That's that's every single document.
2: It's a fishing expedition.
1: But that's okay because because the judge that signed off on this is one of the best judges in the country, just Definitely not connected to any scandals. Well, or, he,
2: he did a really good job helping Epstein's lieutenants. He
1: did a wonderful job. Rep. Well, it was interesting because... Here's what happened. Okay, he un- he started as an Epstein prosecutor, and then in the course of prosecuting Epstein, he realized that it was a wrongful prosecution, oh, a and that guy. he had to help out and do the right thing—not for himself, Tim, but for the good of the country and the good so, of Epstein. So and he, the victims, he resigns from the U.S. This this is dead serious. Resigns from the U.S. Friends. Attorney's office, of and then goes to work for Epstein's mm. you know organization. Represents not not Jack. That represents, represents the pilots, American represents the lieutenants those in actions, order to help save them.
2: Freedom those, of those actions represent America.
1: Basically, John he's basically the new John Adams. So what is this? So
2: they,
3: yeah. they
1: they raided
2: Trump's.
3: And now house. he's oh
1: oh wait, wait. And and just and now he's
0: a judge. <laughs> <laughs> what was the justification for this search warrant though, then? We was, still don't
1: have it. We, yeah, actually, the warrant we, we, was we actually still don't have it.
0: The warrant was like, give us
2: everything.
1: So here everything. okay, okay, okay. So here's, you know, joking aside, here's here's the serious part of it. There is another missing piece to this. And that's the answer to your question, because you're reading this thing and we were looking at the seven pages of the warrant and the property inventory. And you're saying, wait, where's the where's the so what? Why can we just authorize FBI agents to go do this? Right. And so there's supposed to be an affidavit. And the affidavit is what's given to the judge to get him to authorize the search warrant. We don't have that yet. They haven't released it. Jack, Civil War. I mean, and Tim, here's so here's like, don't sell yourself short, right? Because when you're when you're talking for as many hours a week as we do, right? We're bound to get a lot wrong. We're bound to make misstatements. We're bound to just have predictions that don't pan out, et cetera. But your big prediction of the where where all of this was going over the last five six years, you've always said this is headed towards. And
2: and maybe you know maybe tomorrow, Joe Biden comes out crying and says. I am stopping this charade. Oh, Donald is. Trump is a good man, and we cannot allow the weaponization of the DOJ. I hereby resign. And, and then everyone cheers, and Biden supporters. That's not Dem- what I'm hearing. Pe- pink hats are hugging MAGA hats in the street.
1: Just, People are, yeah. they,
2: they throw them in the air together. What's that, right. what's,
1: what's that meme of like BLM and MAGA, like, you know, fist bumping? Yeah, for the better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, that's not what I'm hearing at all. In fact, what I'm hearing out of DC is that you're hearing a lot of Democrats are going to the White House saying, okay. The way to fix this is to lean into it.
0: Waiting on a tax return?
2: Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in
1: 2023.
2: If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the million-dollar protection package, so we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to twenty-five percent your first year at LifeLock.com/slash-aware.
1: Because wow. because what they're what they're from this line of thinking, which might sound completely crazy. And by the way, Joe Biden's down there in South Carolina. He's definitely not going to Jekyll Island, by the way. That's no, no, nothing, which were, you know, nothing ever happened there. And, um, <laughs> and they're saying that you have to lean in because since you raided him, right, now it looks political. But if you indict him, then okay. it looks like you're just following yeah. the facts. And so like you they, have like to actually go through along? with it. Right, as if they had a plan all along because it was an actual crime. And it, it. so they're actually people advising President Biden right now to indict Donald J. Trump. So, and just if you look at as caustic of a situation that this country's been in for the last six years, even for the last six months, right, I think we all could just pull back and, you know, Take off the red hat, take off the pin, whatever hat, you know, and just say that's probably not a good place we want we want to take people into.
2: So this episode from of the Rogan podcast comes out last night and someone super chatted us saying Joe said he thought Sam was crazy, now he thinks he's right. And uh, what I didn't realize until this morning, well, I was like, wait a minute, they pre record those shows. Right. Joe didn't even know at the time of recording that that some dude went to an FBI building and tried to bust through the bulletproof glass, shooting at FBI agents before fleeing and being killed. When he recorded that segment, that had not happened.
1: That hadn't even happened yet.
2: And so um, it's kind of crazy because I'm wondering what's going through Joe's mind now with that news hitting. After he said this a few days ago, he's probably thinking like, well, I was right about thinking Tim was right now, right? Because that's, that's a whole, whole new level of crazy. Of course, people, people on the right think this was a false flag. I, I, look, I understand exactly what people believe it. And I'll put it this way. The fact that people believe this guy in Cincinnati, was a false flag shows, and, and it's widespread too, like hardcore Trump supporters across the border, are like no way that's real, just goes to show the disdain and distrust for the federal government, especially with, you know, what we saw with Ray Epps. So people are just not ready to believe.
1: Well, and you, you're you following the Whitmer case because that's coming out right now, the oh, yeah. next iteration of it. And Julie Kelly has been doing such great work on this. And they're having to admit in court that FBI agents or FBI assets were planting explosives in the trunk of cars. You had another FBI informant, um, and I'm just following Julie's reporting, they said the FBI informant was not only staying in the same hotel as the target, not only staying in the same hotel room, but yes, as you can imagine, she was sleeping in the same bed as the target. So just full on, not just honeypot operations like the Eric Swalwell style with Fang Fang. No, 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 no. no. This is honeypot operations to treat you into, trick you into actually committing domestic terrorism acts and then prosecuting you. I want to jump to uh, this next story here from the National Review. Sounds about
2: right. Ex-CIA chief Michael Hayden implies Trump should be executed for taking classified documents. So Jack, um, Civil War?
1: Yeah. Again, you know, you've got people like Michael Hayden, General Michael Hayden, head of the CIA, someone who's actually had people executed right overseas uh, in drone strikes, going ahead and just using that same type of language. Meanwhile, by the way, the right is supposed to we are being told we have to tone down our rhetoric because of this guy in Cincinnati. But you got the general out there saying this. Michael Hayden is saying it on from the CIA, from the FBI. When how many weeks has it been since uh, Justice Kavanaugh and his family were nearly shot to death by a crazy left-wing Redditor who had in his backpack uh, flex cups and duct tape, he had a nine millimeter Glock on him, and this was the same guy who had posted, you saw they pulled his uh, internet searches, right?
2: Oh, yeah, 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 and he was looking for other. Well, he was looking
1: for other justices, and then he also Googled how to be stealthy. Uh, assassin skills and where best place to stab someone.
2: Wow, I was I was actually assuming that it was gonna be like mixed in there. It was gonna be something like about you know beautiful women in your area or something like that.
1: Uh, actually, yes. So oh, he he posted on Reddit and came out as MTF and was oh. and was looking for someone to cuddle with on. I forget exactly which subreddit it was. No. But was posting cuddle, in those bro, in those man. chats that looking for a cuddle said, hey, I'm really into movies and I'm looking for someone who's also into movies and I just want to cuddle. I don't, it's, you know, it's like friends, but it's kind of my own thing that I'm working on.
2: Oh, everybody needs a good cuddle. Come on. 100%. MGF
0: yeah. is male to female. That's right. Okay.
2: All right. So here's what uh, Michael Beschloss tweeted. He tweeted, Rosenbergs were convicted of giving US nuclear secrets to Moscow and were executed June 1953. And a bunch of these outlets, like media, was like, they never actually said anything about Trump in the tweet.
3: He's just and sharing then, some fun facts. And then
2: if you look at his series of tweets, which he, like, says a bunch of stuff, then tweets this, and says a bunch of stuff, it's all like, Trump may have given secrets out or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Or what if Trump gave a, an adversary nuclear codes? Well, so,
1: so before we get too far down the, the rabbit hole on this, just fr- from a basic overall standpoint, that doesn't apply to the executive, that doesn't apply to the commander in chief. So Trump, and we, we were talking about this um, before we came on air, but Trump, when he was the president, Joe Biden, currently Barack Obama, when he was president for all presidents, right, they have plenary declassification authority, the same way that he has plenary pardon power, which I actually tweeted this morning that, you know, um, you know, the people who said that Trump should have Pardoned? Uh, well, no. Don't pardon Assange. Don't pardon Snowden. Don't pardon Ulbricht. Why? Because then you might have trouble with the DOJ. Yeah. That, that, look how that worked yeah, yeah. out, right? You know. So, but by the same token, he can declassify whatever he wants, whenever he wants, because he is the authority. Imagine, right? There's no authority over him for that.
2: Imagine Donald Trump goes to meet with Vladimir Putin. And he's trying to negotiate denuclear, demilitarization, denuclear, uh, nuclearization,
1: which has been U.S. Russia policy for 50 years.
2: So he goes to Putin and says, Look, I- I'd love to tell you about how we're going to de escalate, but it's all classified. I can't, I can't negotiate with you. Like, what the president literally has to negotiate with the president of other countries about nuclear strat, like nuclear all the time weapons,
1: right? This has been uh, going back to Reagan, Gorbachev, going back to Carter, the the salt treaties. I mean, this. Obviously, they're going to be discussing nuclear weapons posture because that's a JFK and the Cuban Missile Crisis, right. and then the missiles that we had in Turkey that was like the secret agreement um, to I don't pull know. those it, back. It, it would be fun
2: if they retroactively, retroactively go back in time and, and charge all presidents with treason for discussing our weapons stockpile. With so, you're enemy.
1: saying we should convict JFK? Yeah,
3: <laughs> back in time. Dig up his corpse <laughs> if it's available. Didn't, didn't his head
0: disappear? His brain disappear or what? something after he was killed? There was like a, I don't his know, brain. a theory yeah. that his brain, yeah, yeah, went, his missing brain went missing because it was too much evidence about how he got hit. They oh. said it was one bullet in the back of the head, but they're like, actually, it was multiple bullets, but we can't find his brain. So I don't can't know how it. any
2: person will be able to take chunks of brain mm-hmm. and be like, this
0: was more than one bullet. Yeah. It's, Pearl Jam wrote Brains of Jay. It's a song of theirs yeah, it's off of Yield.
2: All about that. Anyway. Who's got the uh, brains of JFK? When we're at the point where you have an MSNBC host, NBC staffer, historian, and a former CIA director. Insinuating Trump should face execution.
0: Well, what's the story here? So he says. Could you, by the way, could
1: you imagine if I like me and Charlie Kirk get up at a turning point event and we just start talking about uh, Dr. Fauci and Joe Biden, any of any of the Bidens, anyone with a Biden name, with with this type of language? Right, we're done. We'd be completely done. We'd be. We'd probably be arrested by the time we got off stage. January 26,
2: 2021, Marjorie Taylor Greene indicated support for executing prominent Democrats in 2018 and 2019 before running for Congress. There you go. I
0: just all this indicated and suggests potentially that crap. Like, <laughs> what, suggests potentially what's the, that. before we get going to her, I mean, we could look at her stuff too. But what did the guy say that said he implied that he may... I saw a quote that said, like, that may be cool or whatever he said. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. And it's all out of context. And it's like implied. It's that not possibly, out of context. Like, like, what did he Michael say? Michael Beschloss
2: what? has a thread where okay. he's like, what if Donald Trump was selling our nuclear secrets? Then the news came out from Washington Post, which was basically fake news, saying they were looking for nuclear documents. And he said, I'm re-upping this tweet. Then he said. Wait, wait, wait. So, so he
1: tweeted that before the article? Yes. Oh, wow.
2: He tweeted before the article came out. Then then after the article came out, he said, I'm re-upping my tweet here to highlight this. Don't want to be overly speculative. Made some other comments about Donald Trump and nuclear documents. Then posted this and then posted more about how, how imperative is. Imperative, we must get the search warrant to understand what they were looking for. Basically saying before the article came out, Donald Trump may have had nuclear web codes or secrets and he may have been selling them. Oh no! This story suggesting he did. We executed people who did that before. We yeah. better get
0: that search warrant now. And then the CIA guy said, "Sounds about right." But like, in what context did he put it on the Twitter thread, or he, did he? Yeah, quote, yeah he added the thread it right saying, to it. "Sounds about right." Yeah, that we. But what is he talking? See, I don't. What is he talking about? Which, by the about? way, that was sounds actually. Look, 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 look. By the way, um,
1: the, um, the, the Rosebird, That was how. That was the building. The because. Back in the 1950s, the the ability to build nuclear weapons was a closely guarded U.S. secret. And only we had it. Obviously, it was a, it was a huge advantage of, of us over the Soviet Union. And for the Soviets, even after they got it later, it was a huge advantage for them over communist China. It's one of the reasons that led to the Sino-Soviet split, because uh, the Soviets never wanted Chairman Mao to have nuclear weapons. But then the the, they get it anyway. The U.S. exacerbates this, et cetera, et cetera. But the Rosenbergs, the whole point was that they were selling how to build nuclear weapons, which is totally different than just saying, you know, hey, we've got 6,000, but we'll break it down to 5,000 if we can sign this treaty and, right.
0: you know. Also, I mean, if Trump had nuclear codes, they were defunct. They were from a, a year ago. And that what would giving ancient nuclear codes to someone do? Because they have different codes now. Do you why know about, would
2: he, Why would he? It's just. Do you know about Trump's red button?
1: No. The, the, red yes, the, story, the red I saw the button. meme
2: of the button being smashed.
1: Though. No, but so, okay. So when Trump was Did president- Did it lock the
2: door when women walked in his
1: office? No, no, no. He didn't work for MSNBC. <laughs> um, that, Matt that's Lauer. Matt Lauer, right? <laughs> um, and then, so no. So Trump had a red button on his desk when he was president. And that button was attached to a, a, a wooden box. And he would have people into his office. And the Oval Office, and when they were having the meeting, he would just in the middle of the meeting just randomly go, "Oh, sorry, No, I know I know everybody's looking at that at that button. No, nobody wants me to put that button here. I'm just going to push it away." And he'd push it away from himself on the desk. (laughs) Is this like Trump pushes the the, button and then and then just like slides it away, and then everyone's and then he's like, "No, don't worry about the button. Don't worry. It's just it's just there." And then he would go back, and you were saying. You know, and they'd all be that because he would know that they'd still all be like totally fixated on the button. And <laughs> then the button. and then every once in a while, he might just kind of lean over and then he just kind of like tap it. <laughs> and then everybody's freaking out in the middle. But, you know, they're not trying to say anything because it's the Oval Office. And you have to have the decorum, et cetera. And then eventually what would happen is a side door would open up and then somebody would walk in. With a diet coke for him. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, was to, it was to order a diet coke. Is that real? Dead serious. No. Dead serious. Get
2: a diet coke button in the oven.
1: Go, go pull it up. Oh. Dead serious. I feel like Tim I is now like,
3: it. what am I gonna get? What's my button gonna be? Tim's
1: like, I want a red button. What would you have for your red button, Tim? Uh new beanies. A bottle of water, maybe. Bottle of water. I
2: got my water, I can get it myself. I don't really need one.
1: <laughs> Coconut maybe. water?
2: No. I don't know. Maybe some bacon or that we that should get break. Ian a graphene but actually made out of graphene okay you press a button yes and they bring up two pieces of crispy bacon not too crispy but crispy enough
1: do you like it blackened do you like a chard no no. No, no 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 no
2: i like it like the fatty parts should be fatty, but the rest should be yes. pretty good. I don't, well, I don't so like you it can dis-
1: fold I, it and kind of get it together. I yeah, I don't like yeah. it disintegrating, but no, I like no, no, no. it
0: just right before. Regarding bacon fat, either. like what's a healthy amount of daily All bacon of it, fat as much as but possible? But like just, just from one I, strip, I pour the whole thing into my eggs.
1: Yeah, you should. And look
0: how much weight I lost. Yeah,
1: yeah, you, you've I even in I, I think it's been a couple of weeks since I was here, but even even from then to now, you've definitely right. lost weight. Interesting,
2: but, and I've done it by pouring bacon grease into my eggs.
1: You factor fit and your eyes eat fat
2: get fat. i really get want fit. you to
3: write a diet like book now just about <laughs> bacon fat and the, the wondering the wonderful powers of bacon huge fat.
2: thing of butter i i put a, a fourth cup of cream into my coffee real butter real oh farm butter better dude. be real butter. yes farm butter. i can't describe the smell it is like when you cook with store-bought butter and then you go buy farm butter it's insane the smell is so dramatically
1: you different. realize you've been lied to your entire life yeah it's yeah. like you it's like yeah. waking
0: up for the first time and you're like you're right, it's almost like water. <laughs> that farm butter, it's so pure and, and clean. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's um. like when
1: I'm when I'm in Eastern Europe. We just then we were in Poland and then or from uh, visiting Tiny's family. It's like that. That's what it's, everything's like over there. They don't real, they food. It's getting, real food. Getting um
2: real ha- having milk in Europe was crazy. Yeah. it tastes so different.
1: Yeah, it's so like, rich. Real, it's so rich. Let's and, let's let's let's. And uh, the deal with the well, the, the deal with the fat though. I mean, we can't go o- overlook that the fact that fat has been lied about. So many years in this country. Fake news. By the industry, but the fake news of you want to talk fake news, let's talk about the food pyramid, right? Yeah. You know. Man. So this is and anytime I get a chance to talk about this, it's it's just they're they've been lying to you. They've been lying to you for fifty years about fat.
0: Bread oh, and yeah. grain and pasta, they wanted you to eat no, that as no, the primary no, no, source of no, your diet. Uh, that no, is freakish. Absolutely not. Yeah. I got that all growing up, that propaganda. I thought we all just no, eat. We all did.
1: It was that and that acid rain and quicksand were like everywhere. Yeah, apparently yeah. I
0: saw a, a new article said that rain on Earth is no longer safe to drink because of microplastic. I don't know what they're called. PFCt. I'm just or... like,
2: dude, get
0: out of cities. Hey, regarding get civil, out get out of cities. There regarding you know. civil cities. war, butter
3: is better outside of the city. You oh, have so to leave. Hold cities. on, hold
2: on, real quick. I'll, I'll throw it to you in real quick. There's there's a little there's a farm near us, and they have a little farm stand. And you walk up, and they give you butter that they, they did like they, themselves. They put it in the thing, they seal it, they hand it to you. It's amazing. Couple bucks. It's like. And it just, it will, your mind is blown by how delicious it Yo, Joanne's is. been
0: yeah. making butter. Did she That's tell right. you about it? My mom. Got a butter churner. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I, I kind of want to get a butter churn.
2: Yeah. Uh, you were going to say something but, about civil war. Well, yeah.
0: yeah. Whether or not it's a civil war, I think it's semantic. One side knows how to make the butter. One side knows <laughs> <one side> how <laughs> to make the butter, one side doesn't. One, one side, side side's eating sugar. Hey, gu- guns and butter, right? Guns and butter. I've been thinking lately that it's more of a fifth generation world war and that I'm what I'm concerned about is that they're going to use the United States as the proxy, and it's going to be an Asian versus European war, and they're going to just let it happen here, and they'd be happy to see us go. They'd be happy to see this country get leveled, get taken over, get dissipated, whatever. Well,
1: China doesn't want us destroyed the same way they don't want Taiwan destroyed, because we're their market, right? We're their consumers. You must consume uh, so if you if they lose the United States and and, yeah, they're certainly building in with with Europe and they're making their inroads all over the place in Europe. But, you know, you lose the United States, you lose your biggest customer.
0: Yeah. But rebuilding would we be in desperate straits and we'd need to buy that steel from someone if we had to rebuild, too. I know what you mean, though. I don't think anyone really wants the, the infrastructure blown up or anything. But yeah. I think ultimately, England, we think of them as our friends. France is our friends. But in, in the heat of the moment, I think they're all going to look at the United States and be like, you know what, warmonger. You're on your own. And if we need to fight China in Kansas, we're going to fight China in Kansas. I want, let, me, let me jump to the story
2: uh, from Twitter, actually. They have this running in their what's happening uh, tab, and it exemplifies perfectly that the Civil War may actually be people of cognitive ability and people of limited cognitive ability. Because this uh, Twitter says, manipulated image of fundraising email from former president Trump contained fake nuclear codes fact checkers report if you needed a fact checker to tell you that Donald Trump did not email the nuclear codes to people then you are in the uh, latter faction I have just mentioned this is actually quite amazing let me let me let me pull this up from Newsweek because there's a very prominent leftist podcast I guess I think Mueller she wrote is the left podcast New: Donald is fundraising by giving us nuclear codes. This is an effing joke to him. Now I, I know they understand Trump is, 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 is doing a gag, but this is not even real. They, they, they thought they believed it. They didn't believe that Trump was actually getting out nuclear codes, but this is a meme. The nuke codes are 15, 25, 50, so 80. Good. Can I count on you to donate 15 dollars? 25
1: dollars, 50 dollars? 80 dollars? <laughs> You to, if you make it recurring we can nuke Beijing tonight.
0: Is this like not realizing someone photoshopped that and then put it out or is it not realizing it was a joke from No, because like, a manipulated image. No, they say. I,
1: I know how I can tell you that that's a manipulated image because that's not what Trump fundraising <laughs> emails look like. Have you seen these yeah, things? Yeah, th- they're
2: all saying the FBI is coming for me. Give me money. Yeah, they're
1: all like they're all like what is wrong with you? Why haven't you Why haven't you uh, signed in yet for this month? Why haven't you It's these high pressure tactics? And I don't know why, but for some reason, they, it's, it's, it's actually, it's, it's gross. It's actually gross. I'm not a fan. And when, I, when I don't you, like when it at it all and they like, need to stop it.
2: I get, I get fundraising emails from, from some and it's like unpaid balance. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I it's, will delete it's you. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. They're just like, and, and you realize that they're just preying on certain people. They're the just crazy, straight up preying on people. It's
2: just, it's just, I'll tell you what's crazy. Independent. Fox News airs edited photo of Trump raid judge with Ghislaine Maxwell. Cause they can't like, just
1: say meme. Edited photo.
2: (laughs) It says what I mean to say. And was Fox News making a gag? Is that what was happening?
1: Well, I do want to point out here that they didn't edit in the the Easy Time and the Oreos. That's an actual, those are actually in the photo of the Epstein judge. Um, That's actually real. That's obviously actually Glenn Maxwell, but in reality, this is a photo of Epstein and her rubbing Epstein's feet. What they've done here is take out Epstein, I guess, his torso and replace that with the judge that was Epstein's lawyer that before look, was look. Epstein's prosecutor. And then, yeah,
2: Hannity says, I think it's actually a picture of Jeffrey Epstein with somebody putting the judge's head on there, I'm guessing. I don't know. No, it's
1: not just his head. That's the point, though.
2: No, but but on Fox News, they weren't saying like, look at this stunning image of the judge. They were like, look at this photo. is that, that that's Hannity? Or, I'm sorry. He's like, that's Epstein, isn't it? It's okay, like they,
1: so right. So Kilmeade was, um, I didn't actually watch it, but from the article, it looks like because Kilmead was hosting for or guest hosting for Tucker. Yeah. Um, and Tulsi guest hosted the night before. Oh, wow. And, um, and in the handoff, Kilmead is keeping the joke going. So he's no. saying, I don't know, that looks like the plane that, uh, that looks like it, you know, and Hannity's doing his whole well, thing. I'm sorry, but when Hannity was like, you know, I used to say it was 99% of the FBI was good, but maybe that's down to 95%. I mean, come on, man. He's still saying that? 95. He just said it this week. Did you 95% see, uh, of the F... Dude, take off the CIA pin. Just come on, man.
2: Did you see the uh, Jimmy Dore, Nina Turner thing? Oh, yeah. And then oh, you yeah. saw the Brandon Joy Gray thing. So for those that aren't familiar, you've got... Oh, I saw uh, the Jimmy Dore thing. Jimmy Dore is basically saying, if the right is now coming out and saying the FBI is corrupt, we should embrace that and say, yes, thank you, welcome to the fight. And I'm like, exactly. And then you have Brianna- I think it's Brianna Joy Gray on... Uh, she's on the Hill, right? Yeah. She said basically the same thing that we all think the FBI is corrupt if the right is not saying the same thing we've won like okay let's move forward let's agree this. right Yeah. but then you had Nina Turner who was like just ragging on Jimmy calling him you know right wing and racist or whatever see
1: I used to like Nina Turner because she used to call out like the Joe Biden Democrats back in the day kind of from the um, from the Bernie Sanders camp and then it seems like which well, she has like some show now or something and and now she just won't do that
0: she was responding to Jimmy. Maybe we can pull up this uh, Twitter thread at some point with identitarian politics. Like yeah. uh, something about Jimmy's attacking a black woman. Yeah, black, like black woman. I'm a woman. But when you look at the full thread, Jimmy started that by saying a leftist something, something, something. No, so he identified. No, no, no. Yeah, he played identity politics with Jimmy. Her, Jimmy. And she responded with it. Jimmy
2: pointing out mm-hmm. that the left has typically been anti-FBI, but now aren't is different from saying you attacked me because of my race. But that's
0: identitarian calling someone leftist, like when you start it's, off a conversation with them. It's not. That <laughs> yeah, it is. You're you're it's, making it, giving them an identity and that's No, that's no he's saying like
3: that's their position. Like you yeah. have to be able to say like a group of people. He's not saying you're a terrible lefty because you think this.
0: Like, well, I'm
3: not
2: uh, br- about, bringing it's not in a her criticism of it. It's, it's not just you're, you're you're
0: identifying you're, them as a part of a group. But that's not that's not what identitarian identit- is. Identitarian is is identity-based governance, right? Well, I mean, you could have identitarian governance or you could just yes, have so, identitarianism. Like identitari- all, the, all the black okay. shirts, all the gray shirts. That's, you know, that's not identitarianism. what I that, so That's just, ideological. That's yeah, not identitarian. Ian, Ian,
1: I
2: would just I strongly so. recommend you just look up what identitarianism is because you are just absolutely. You're talking wrong.
0: about like big eye identitarianism governance? Is that what you're talking about? Because you can be an identitarianist without being involved in politics. Okay. Identitarian
2: specifically refers to the physical attributes of your identity and governance yes. based on such saying someone's of the left. Well, or it's mental,
0: I mean, mental attributes, physical and mental attributes, yeah.
2: What you identify as. So it typically refers to like... Yeah, see, identitarianism
0: classes. is a pan-European nationalist far-right political ideology. No, I'm not talking no, about the no. political ideology. You're,
2: you're, you're, now you're reading the politicized like left argument. Right. The big against,
0: I, the big I, identitarianism movement. Okay. Apparently that's a real movement. Uh,
2: th- th- this is, a, anyway. Anyway,
0: Jimmy started off by calling her a leftist.
2: Which is not identitarianism.
0: Which is not. I... That's just political. Holy, wholly disagree right. with you guys.
2: But I you're think wrong. That but what you, you're, saying you're saying you're is, like,
3: wrong. if I were to say the entire state of Wisconsin has been calling for years to defund the FBI, that would be like saying that's identitarianism, which it's not. Aha, like,
1: Wisconsinites. Yeah, like.
3: Anti
0: Wisconsinites. I don't understand.
3: No, Wisconsin is good. I love Wisconsin, by it. the you way. Know I mean? like, 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 baby. That's Let's do it.
0: it. If I was like, all the ladies, you get stand up, that's identitarianism. No. Of course it is. You're judging someone Ian, by Ian. a piece it's of not their identity.
3: judging them. It's just saying this group of people. It's just, I,
1: think you're, yes. I think you're mixing up identitarianism with just identifying. Yeah. Just, just I, don't, I don't think you understand. the verb of identifying.
2: Identitarian is identity plus government. Right. Well, you're talking about the big I movement? No. Because that ta- is a no, movement.
0: No, 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 That's what the word means. I, you're going to have to pull that up and show me definition-wise because I, I just I, I would encourage you to research this before making a political point that doesn't I'm not making a political. The issue was
2: that Jimmy Dore said she used the lowest, like the lowest of identity politics to attack him because he said the left has always opposed the FBI. We should be embracing the right when they say this, like, you know, and, and Brandon Joy Gray said Marjorie Taylor Greene is right. And I'm like, here, here sounds like sounds like some some logic and some moral moral principles to me. And then Nina Turner was just like Jimmy Dore is insulting well, this you know, is, a black woman.
1: This is the dynamic you see, you've seen between like MAGA and the left, and sort of like the populist left for so many times because it's always like you'll get a couple a couple people from both sides start flirting with one another, and then other and then you'll have people like Jimmy Dore come along and say, hey, wait a minute, we agree with what you're saying. Or Hawk Newsom when he when he got up at the MAGA rally, it um, was like the mother of all rallies in D.C. I think it was 2018. I was there. And he said, look, you guys are against corrupt politicians. We're against corrupt cops. Could you agree with us on that? And people started cheering he said, yeah, of course, right. right? And so you'll have these moments where people start kind of flirting with each other in sort of the two populist camps. And then along will come somebody from the establishment or doing the work of the establishment and saying, hey, hey, you guys need to break that up right now.
2: Yeah, but it, it, it tends to be that um, like, Nina Turner in this instance, right? As the establishment, you're concern shill, trolling.
1: Right? You're straight up concern trolling.
2: But the problem is, you you end up with people who embrace est- like on the left, they they end up believing this nonsense. Like the nuclear documents thing was widely believed by these pe- these establishment right. shills, and it, it's just it was not true. Or to the extent that it was not true, is the search warrant was was broad. It was for literally all documents. So to claim they were looking for nuclear documents, okay, I can argue they're looking for dogs. The document said anything relating to Trump's presidency. So I could have written a story saying the FBI was searching for information about the cats that Trump had talked about. Well, yeah, because I'm sure at some point he did. And it's in the record somewhere he mentioned a cat. That's a stupid story. It's nonsense. They all believe it. And so I'm just sitting there and I'm like, these are the people who believe Jesse Smollett. Okay, I I don't take my political cues from them. And that's so when when you get the two populist factions and they're like, hey, we agree on these things. And then all of a sudden an establishment person comes up to break it up and they say something nonsensical, like just as Millette and the left believes it. It's like, okay, dude, look,
1: Or kind of like when I don't know how got, you bring the
2: sides together when you've got one side who's going to believe that. Or kind of
1: like when you had a CV show on CNN called Crossfire, where uh, Tucker Carlson and somebody from the left could sit down and argue, but at least they were talking. That,
2: that, was, that was at CNN?
1: I believe it was CNN. Wow. Yeah. And then Jon Stewart comes on and starts yelling at both of them yeah. for having a discussion. And then 20 years later, somebody has to go and confront Jon Stewart in the street and say, "John, if you want this burn pits bill done, we got to work together. Will you shake my hand? And he did. Yeah, he was yelling at you. That was crazy. He was not happy with me at first.
2: What, what did you say to him? The first thing you said, like, what did you say to him? I said, you said you're short. I right? said,
1: no, I did not say he was short. I didn't, I didn't attack Tucker. him. I didn't, Tucker did. Tucker <laughs> Tucker said many things about it, but but Tucker and he have a different history than he and I do. Um, it I, I had never met him before, and you know the John Stewart thing was I went up to him and yeah I was recording, but I was not live, and I just wanted to have a record for so that you know nobody could accuse me of doing something I didn't do. And Raheem Kassam was there, and I said, look you're you're attacking and smearing all the republicans as being against this burn pits bill you're saying you're against the republicans and the context is this there's this there was and it has been passed now and signed into law this bill for benefits for for veterans who were injured by the burn pits and the burn pits uh were funny enough classified material um was being burned because when you're not the president you have to dispose of this but if you're in the field you know it's not like you can follow some specific process you just got to get rid of it and then move on so hence burn pits um, I had people even in my unit that would come back from Afghan girl. I knew came back from Afghanistan, um, because of the black smoke that would come out of this stuff. Uh, nails started falling out Whoa. fingernails, toenails, hair was coming out in clumps, just, you know, it does Jeez. stuff to your head. I've got another buddy who's had issues with his, um, his lungs, you know, if he goes over a certain altitude, he has trouble flying, flying on airplanes and stuff. So burn, it's bad, very bad, but John Stewart was running around at first doing this huge media tour saying, Republicans hate the vets. Republicans hate the vets. And that's why they won't vote for this thing. When in reality, if you look what the Republicans were saying, people like Ted Cruz and and Pat Toomey, I'm not even a fan of Pat Toomey. Um, He's my senator, right? And they were saying, look, well, the CBO score came back and said, you know, there's this $400 billion discrepancy between the House and the Senate bills, and we want to deal with that, right? And that's not what Stewart was saying. And so I went to him and I said, look, John, you're so close on getting this bill done, will you sit down and meet with Ted Cruz or any of these guys? Maybe I can even help facilitate that with you know whatever phone numbers I have in my Rolodex to make that happen. And I don't think he heard me because he saw me and he you know recognized me and was like, oh, well, this is that guy from Twitter that doesn't like me, so I, he just went off. He just started completely going off and that's what you saw on CNN. And then later on, what was really interesting though, is and to his credit right i stayed back i talked to a bunch of people tim jensen dude from um grunt style we chatted for a while and then john saw us talking and said well hey i like this guy and if he likes jack maybe i can go talk to him so john Stewart comes back up to me and has this guy kind of said hey man i'm sorry about that you know i thought you were trolling me i wasn't really listening to what you were saying i was just kind of responding to what i thought you were saying and you know, if you want to work together to get this build on, let's do it. I said that's great, John. And you said to that to me now in person, but before you said all that stuff on camera. So would you do a video with yeah. me so that people can understand that we're going to work together? And he did. To his credit, he did. This
2: this is the problem right here. Can we pull this up? Uh, Ground News. John Stewart's bias.
1: Oh, this is perfect.
2: Fifty nine percent left. It's not all that bad. I mean, John uh, uh, does get some conservative, some some right leaning news in there. He
1: goes on Fox. He goes on Newsmax.
2: And um and uh he praised Trump when he when Trump was uh, it was the 9/11 first responders I believe Trump was uh, he did. working on getting relief he's relief talked relief about
1: um the the Wuhan lab he's talked about that.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I think it's really interesting that you can see the integrity of an individual in their bias fact checker. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. John Stewart it's like he yelled at you abruptly and then you had to break through that barrier but you guys eventually shook hands and found something there. We did. And it's like You look at his biased blind spotter on ground news and 59% left-leaning and his attitude and behavior is like 59% left-leaning. You know what I mean? Just enough to let it go. Right, right. Just enough where he like actually does pull back a little bit and have that conversation with you. I was looking at a tweet from uh, Stephen Marsh we've had on the show. He's the guy who wrote the book, The The Next Civil War, I think it's called. And he said something to the effect of like being pro-police but anti-FBI, how will the right phrase this one? And then, I, and then I sent him a link to an article and I'm like, the right has been ragging on police since COVID.
1: Right. Yeah, and, no COVID and, 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 and the, then, when the churches and right, all right, of that. Right, right. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I
2: showed him his blind, his blind spot or bias. It's like 80% left, no conservative news. I was like, bro, get out of your bubble. It Invariably, when I see these people saying these things that are just wrong, 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 they're always Their media consumption is always dominated by the left. Do you
0: think moderate is also a bubble? Because mine is like 80% white, 80% moderate or something like that. And I wonder if I'm in a bubble as well. No, you're just outside of politics.
1: Well, doesn't this also... So, mine's totally skewed, right? Because I work with post-millennial and human events, so I'm sharing their events, their articles Libby more. Libby said the same thing. Right, she right, just right, right. So links. That doesn't mean that's the only thing I'm reading. No, of course, of course. Yeah, it's so not perfect. The, so, it you know, I feel like it's kind of skewed. So yeah, I'm posting that, and you see post-millennial human events are my top three sources, but in many cases, I'm either editing those articles or working on those articles, and yeah, you're definitely gonna be biased towards ones that I- uh, Hey, look at that. Hey, very nice. nice. Look at at you. No,
2: no, look at that left
1: bias. Look at you leftist. Look at you leftist. What is this?
2: Timcast is a top three news source. All right. And tribal? Good. I don't know What's what
1: tribal is. Right. But my point is Look at my your top news you. source is not yeah. Timcast. Yeah. Is Michael. Is Elon it? Musk. Elon. <laughs> Elon Musk. No, nice. my top source is Timcast. Right, right. But no, I'm saying for you as a person, is that your top news source?
2: Um, A little bit. But I wouldn't say top. I don't know if I have a top news source.
0: I was thinking it may be Twitter. And that's why we yeah. consider Twitter a news I source.
2: Think I think, so think Timcast should here. be your top news source. I actually it's a really think, great site. I well,
0: actually Timcast
2: is too slow for me.
3: Oh. Like
2: but it is. That's why I'm posting stories. No, I
1: like, actually I think this, this so somebody asked me this once as uh, in an interview and they said what's your top news source and I just said I don't have a top news source. I follow topics. And they didn't know what I meant. And I was like, well, if I just see something trending or if there's something I'm interested in, I just type it into the search bar on Twitter and I see what's going on. So if I want to know about, you know, the like there's a whole Mexican cartel war going on right now down in Jalisco, then hardly it's never trending. But you can just go to Twitter right now and type it in and go watch a bunch of videos from it. Um, People getting shot up in Little Caesars and just just crazy, crazy video on his own. But, it's not, but I'm not sharing it. It just happens to right. be something I'm interested in because it's crazy. Citizen and journalists,
0: is it usually? People with like, a lot of it phones? citizen
1: journalists, yeah. And, and so my point being though, is that I'm not going to an outlet for that. I'm
0: just following it on Twitter. I was thinking lately, last time, maybe Twitter is an outlet because I'll even see in like news articles, they'll quote Twitter, Posts section like, two thirty baby, and they're but they yeah, but they're like uninhibited. They can do whatever they want. They can guide the news. They can say this story is not going to show up on Twitter. Uh, if you search for it, this one's going to go Twitter, to the top Twitter, of the algorithm. Twitter
2: is a source because there's tons of journalists that are just on Twitter. Exactly. So, so I follow a bunch of people that are like field reporters and stuff like that. They're on Twitter. I get breaking news because I'm on that
0: platform. But this doesn't show Twitter. As, but that uh, doesn't show that, right? Media poly.
2: Oh right. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't show who you follow and things it shows you based on I think there's a couple different organizations that rate the leaning of various news organizations and then they ground news applies that to their blind spotter or whatever. But um, I think if you were to even look at my bias 40 percent left, 25 center, 27 right, I think most people would probably agree with that in how I act. You know what I mean? Like that not, is
1: pretty close
0: for you.
2: Right, right, right. Like not die-hard trumper. But sometimes being like, well, you know, I don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I got a hard time
0: pe- uh, like pegging down your political things. You just seem kind of like general. But I mean, you talk more about people what you would consider on the right or in the conservative movement for whatever reason. I don't mm-hmm. know, but like, is well, that more of, interesting? Is that because of where you found yourself in life, or or um, was it easier to work with people like that? What what kind of pushed you in that direction?
1: You know, I don't know. I mean. Like I'm, I mean, I'm Catholic. That's that's kind of where I come from. But that has nothing to do with my my news. Um, that's also one of the reasons that I think that you know, the, sort of the the libertarian movement. While it seemed interesting to me, I could never quite could never quite you know go fully into it because that's just not where I come from. Um, and when I look at you know when I look at people on the right, and really 2016 this is kind of what blew that up. And at that point, it wasn't even about right or left. It was just who's telling the truth. Right, who's actually just just going up there and saying, you know, is this a movement of the people versus DC or is it, you know, is it, uh, is it just a typical election of left versus right and where you are saying, No, obviously not. Right. You know, this is a populist movement and that's the side I'm always going to be on.
0: I got really turned off by the Democratic establishment after 2016. That was hard to watch what they did to Bernie Sanders. Yeah, so Hillary.
1: we went we would go out there at the DNC with Jill Stein, with the Bernie people, and we covered all that stuff. And I covered that with just as much attention as I did anything on the right too.
2: Jack, I have a question for you. Let me just... Uh, I'm taking a note
1: real quick. Jesus or Moses? Uh, no, oh. my
2: question is, <laughs> have, you, have you ever met Elizabeth Warren? Would win in a Warren? fight? Have you ever met Elizabeth Warren?
1: Uh, I have to think about that. I don't think so.
2: You didn't. didn't. It, uh, if you did, would you ask her... Uh, 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 I don't even know how to say this. This story is so ridiculous. What do you mean? Just
1: get it out, Tim. Just get it out. On the plane
2: to New Hampshire the night of the Iowa caucuses, Warren said, quote, everyone comes up to me and says, I would vote for you if you had a penis.
1: Oh yeah, you know, I did say that. <laughs> yeah, that now, now now that you remind me, yes. I didn't even know, but yes. everyone
3: was saying it. Yeah, I no, mean, well cause, no, cause everyone was
1: saying friends. it, so I just you know yeah. of course I'm gonna follow the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna not say it to Elizabeth Warren. I just okay. think this is
3: such a weird statement. Like wh- what, what what did she say
1: this in the context to? <laughs> I, I,
2: it's like she's trying to assert patriarchy and misogyny or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Instead, yeah, she just makes right, right, a right, nonsense right, right. statement. Let, I, I'd like you all to just consider this for a second. She said, everyone... because a quote. Everyone comes up to me and says, I would vote for you if you had a penis. That means there are old women going up to her and going, I'm a big fan of this. This Warren. I'd vote for you if you had a penis. I really don't think that's happening. I really don't think... <laughs> Just everyone. So like an 18-year-old guy walks up to her and says that to her?
1: Well, you also see this though with, and this this might be to give you, I'll throw you a bony in. This is a little identitarian, um, right. even though it's about gender, because they're trying to act as if your your reproductive organs are the only difference between men and women. Like this this... You know the physical external attributes are the only difference whatsoever. There are no biochemical differences. There's no spiritual differences. There's no uh, physical differences other than that which we can see.
2: Imagine if you had uh, um, in your local community, there's a very serious problem with pickle jars.
1: Okay. You know. All right. Right. Well, then I they, am Polish.
2: And well, I'm, well, there you go. Yes. And now it, it's it's someone might actually close with Warren and be like, I'd vote for it if you had a penis, because. Can she open pickle jars for the public? Tappy no. Can't tap it with a spoon. You
1: remember Hillary. You remember Hillary's, the pickle, pickle gate, right? No. The Jimmy it? Kimmel. You don't remember this? She, no. no was this it? was the whole, okay. So in 2016, Hillary's health was the big meme. And everybody kept saying, what's up with Hillary's mel- health? And then there was the problem with Hillary's stools. And because Hillary would always appear on stage with a stool. So we were talking about hashtag Hillary stools. Hillary stools are appearing everywhere. Hillary, Whenever Hillary appear, appears, Hillary stool will appear with her. And then everybody was saying that she can't get through an event without, without having to sit down at some point. So she goes on Jimmy Kimmel. Man, people forget how crazy 2016 was. She goes on Jimmy Kimmel and he kind of brings all of this up and says, he goes, Madam Secretary, would you, would you, would you open this pickle jar for us? And then she does, and they make this big meme out of it. But then it comes out that the pickle jar was actually pre-opened. Of course. <laughs> Even before she did all this.
3: Yeah. Serena Williams. It was a stage.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just want to get to the point where she opens the pickle jar. Where is the pickle jar? It right was there? a rigged
1: pickle jar. It was rigged, Tim.
2: <laughs> Look at that. Oh.
0: Look at, look at she, this. she looks like um, this going for the ring.
1: This is how crazy <laughs> 2016 was, I'm telling you guys.
0: Same haircut. Yeah.
1: Like, if you weren't around for the great meme war, and salute to the great meme war veterans out there, if there's anyone's in the chat, you know who you are. Yeah, you guys nailed it. 07, 0, or 07, 07, You see, this is, this
2: is, the, this is the fake news at, at play. Because, you know, in this country, and we have a serious issue with pickle jars that are tough to open, They staged a pickle jar opening to convince the American people Hillary Clinton was the right person for it. But you know what? The American people saw through the lies, and they knew she couldn't actually open a pickle jar. Probably because she collapsed on the side of the road and had to be thrown into a van.
1: Now, this this was before the collapse. That's what I mean. Eventually people were like, they saw her just Three weeks before, yeah. She she This is also a
3: strange way to be like, hey, it looks like you're having trouble. You might have weakness in your legs. You're getting fatigue. Please open this pickle jar. Like they should have done the whole interview standing if they wanted to dispel the rumors. But instead they're like, let's test out something else. Like, I don't understand. If you go to the doctor complaining of heart pain and he checks your ears and he's like, well, you're not deaf. And you're like, cool so I'm fine like it it doesn't make any sense to me I was gonna say in response to the Elizabeth Warren uh, you know why uh, she apparently didn't get elected Serena Williams announced this week that she is like open to retiring and I thought she did retire she is still playing I think after the season she's gonna retire oh. she uh, said one of the big things was you know one of her lines from it was if I was a man I wouldn't be writing this like her career because she's talking about having more kids and you know there are like some other factors in her life. She's over 40. I think that a lot of women are told that your problems come from not being a man, but I think what actually the problem is is you're being pushed into careers and into lifestyles that don't allow you to be female, right? Like I didn't vote for Elizabeth Warren because she didn't have a penis. I didn't vote for her because I don't believe in what she believes in. But she's told, actually, if you were a man, you would have gotten elected. If she were a man with the same principles, I still wouldn't have voted for right. her.
0: Yeah, she I, still would have got thrown out the bus. Like I her. didn't vote for her because
1: she sucks. I'm not yeah. voting for Dr. Oz because he sucks. You know, I don't care if he's a Republican uh, yeah, and a man and all that. And I mean, that's all they, the right parts. Like They just suck. So who are you
2: going to vote for then?
1: Uh, for that one, I am I mean, I might write in my dad like I did. when, when my, And then when, what happens
2: when Fetterman wins?
1: Then is he even alive? Right, yeah. we have, we haven't seen this guy in three. You know he hasn't been on the trail for three months.
2: Oh, he was sick. He was like seriously. He had he a stroke. stroke. I mean, yeah, yeah he stroked yeah. out, and he yeah.
1: and he has not been seen in public for three months.
2: Well,
3: you know, <laughs> it, <laughs> it, Look, exactly but he says he's fine.
2: Eyes. He, he says
1: he's He he cuts these videos, and he's like, hey, "You want to talk about health? Let's talk about Fetterman's health." Um, this guy, like, he'll he'll do these videos with his wife, where I guess he's at his house. But when he talks, it's all like it's all wrong. The speech is all disjointed. Um, he, but he does he not a, seem well.
2: Can you open a pickle jar?
1: John Fetterman, open up a pickle jar or else resign from the race immediately.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I want to test that pickle jar first. Yeah, we need it. Yeah, drunk, Ian's going to test
1: the. Ian will be the pickle jar tester, the official one of Pennsylvania. I'm appointing you. What
2: we'll do is. We'll go to a supermarket. Yes. Ian will choose the pickle jar off the off the shelf at
0: random. That's right. And then hand it. to mm-hmm. Well,
1: we have to make. sure Well, we have to check it though, because sometimes little kids. How do you kids, do it? Dogs, sometimes little people do it.
0: Yeah, dogs with good senses of smell to check smell the, seal. the vacuum. Yeah, make sure that it hasn't no leaked smell bacteria the everything. Make sure it's still fresh. You just check the top. You press the top. Yeah, you just check the yeah. top. Yeah, but it goes. Bu, bu, My concern bu, 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 with this Elizabeth Warren thing, I've been thinking a lot about hyperbole. I feel like, especially with us doing a show, like being, you know, displaying journalism and stuff, it's real important not to be hyperbolic. The term all the time gets used, unfortunately, way more frequently than I like.
1: You see it get used all the time?
0: Yeah, I almost said it. you see? But I'm trying not to be hyperbolic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I, no, and no. this is Elizabeth Warren saying, everyone comes up to me. That's hyperbole. Some people probably have, but not everybody. And it's like, we don't need to prove to people with Zell that everyone and everything, all that, like, we are we made it. Now we just got to be honest and be also, accurate.
3: Wouldn't she have been flying to, was it Iowa, on a plane with the rest of her campaign? So is she saying
0: she's all about the, the prim- members
3: of her campaign are yeah. coming up to her being <laughs> well, like, "If we'd vote for you, but... Not only that, but we're talking
1: about her primaries. So she's talking about Democrats.
2: Let's And let's be fair, too. Obviously, when she's saying everyone... She doesn't mean literally every single person, of course, but even when we take her statement at face value, it's still insane that, okay, obviously not her staff, obviously not every single person she meets, but that there are women and and, and old men who are like, well, I wish she had a penis. Like, I really just don't believe that at all. And it's no surprise that Democrats do.
1: Well, it's kind of like, you know, you, you also wonder if there's a, an element of projection here where people are saying things to her. But in her mind, she keeps thinking that over and over and over because that's her biggest. It, she thinks that's her biggest challenge. I think she's, and she's, she's told keeps that, hearing that over it. and
3: over again. That's what I think is the problem. A lot of women are said like, yeah. well, the thing is, if you were a man, opportunities would be different for you. And that's just like. In some let ways, me, you could understand the logic, but it's not the reality.
2: Let me let me let me explain to the ladies the problem here. You see, this when, is you, great. When, you, when you get um, when you get anti meritocratic hiring practices, like in California, did not they pass a law a while ago? It's like the board has to have a woman on it or something like that. Yeah. You'll so you're end, seeing this everywhere, right? So you'll end up. I've been in meetings like this. And you have people, I've been in meetings, like for documentary production stuff, and there's some women, brilliant. And they'll say like, here's my plan. Here's what we're going to do. And I'm like, wow, that sounds amazing. Like uh, right now we're working on a documentary with a woman and it's, it's some of the best I've ever seen. Look
1: at Alex Moyer.
2: Yeah. I'm just, I'm like, this is great stuff. But then what happens when you go into these meetings where they've hired a woman to fill a quota and then everyone's talking and they're like, if we're going to sell more widgets, we need to improve the widgets. And then the the, the quota, a higher, you know, individual, regardless of if it's a woman or not, but but a lot of women, will say something that's totally out of line, out of context, or doesn't align, and people have nothing to say, but, okay, that won't work, okay, but let's try something else. And then they go, they're, they're, I'm the only woman here, and they're telling me my ideas are no good. That's, it's because I'm a woman, and it's right. like, no, 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 it's because right. you weren't qualified when you were hired. There are plenty of circumstances I've been in where people were all qualified and some men weren't qualified and they were brought on because they were the son of somebody or something. I've been in a ton of meetings where it's like, I'm like, why is this guy here? Like, oh, well, his uncle works. Which
1: is, is, and and by the way, if you are, speaking of female director, Amanda Milius, right? So her father is John Milius, you know, world famous director, uh, Red Dawn, Conan, Rome, you know, so much stuff. Apocalypse Now and a great writer as well. But she's had to, you know, come out on her own and but but she's never come out and said, you know, I man it's a friend of mine. But I've never heard her once say something like, oh, well, I'm a female and you should let me have this. And oh, my dad is so and so. It's like, no, it's I'm going to do good work and I hope you watch it. The end.
0: You know, it's interesting. I was just thinking about being an actor. The only time I've ever really been. Typecast for something is when I'm acting and it's like I want they're like, hey, we need a a blonde male. That's 28 years old I'm like, well, that was me. That's perfect I'm so I understand now Hollywood is so identitarian and you see such nasty propaganda coming out of that because that whole industry is built around Identity and about finding someone to fill the role for the character type you're looking for not for who's the best Unfortunately, sometimes you get the best actor put into the role but way too often. So that, that entire industry is brainwashed to think this way. And then they affect TV and movies. And then that affects politics.
3: I think it'd be interesting if we just started being like, hey, look, like you're okay. You kind of have a background in whatever our company's in. But we need a woman to sit at this table. This... So we'll just pay you a bunch of money to hang out. Maybe don't talk that much. Like, yeah, Do you, you think nails. anyone would ever be like, Okay, sounds good. I've got but a family at home. I'm just trying to hear from I don't think that sounds horrible.
1: No, no, it doesn't. But but what this is all running up against, and the idea of a meritocracy runs up against what is essentially the the civic religion in the United States, and that we aren't allowed to talk about the fact that people are different, that people have differences, that other, some people are smarter than others, that some people are more qualified than others, that some people are able to perform uh, physical tasks with greater ability than others, et cetera, et cetera. Because we have this idea that everybody Everybody has to be the same and that if someone's a little bit different oh don't say that because you're going to hurt their feelings and this is essentially the civic religion in the United States this at this point is,
2: this is the way I put it imagine you're on the third floor of a burning building and there's thick black smoke filling the air and you're crawling on the ground and then all of a sudden the door slams open boom right in front of him, and you're like oh save me and then as the smoke clears a five foot 100 pound woman says I've got you I'd be like oh.
1: situation not bussing.
2: But now, imagine the same scenario. The door gets kicked in, and a six foot six, tall, super ripped, pure muscle guy goes, "I got you." You'd be like, "Yes, me?" I would, I would, I would beg for a large, powerful man to be on the other side of that door, please. A a, a large, handsome, chiseled, bearded man with bulging muscles to Specifically save. Specifically handsome. I, yes. So he doesn't want
3: an ugly guy to save him. No <laughs> ugly
2: guys. No, no, no. My my point is like. I don't care. Save me. Give me function. I don't care. As long as it's, look, it could be a massive, like, massively overweight guy. Wait, hold on, though. But
1: but you're, so totally got me on that one. But, um, (laughs) but like, uh, but uh, you know what they're trying to add this to now. They're trying to bring this, you know, non merit. Hiring into airline pilots,
3: <laughs> they're yeah, they're, 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 tra- they're
1: trying to push this now in and saying it's not diverse enough. It's because they can't There's get anybody. Enough. There's it's not female enough. It's not you know they don't like the they want more um, you know racial and ethnic quotas aren't enough. They they're pretty soon they're going to say it's not LGBT enough or what, whatever. They're going they're going to start adding things that dilute the pool of our airline pilots, wow. which is just a job that obviously needs to be. The person who's best for the job. Period. No questions asked.
2: Jack, I'm I'm sorry that that was incredibly bigoted of you of you to say. How many of the uh, uh, airplane crashes have been have been piloted by females? Huh? Not enough. Not enough.
0: (laughs) Um, Overwhelmingly
2: male. There's actually a joke about the combat. Go look up the navy. The combat death gap. It's like ninety-eight well, percent male.
1: Go look up like what is some it?
2: some, some guys. Yeah, that's fighter. always
3: really bothered me that not enough women die in combat. <laughs> I don't understand why Tragic. you guys aren't letting us serve our country the same way.
2: Hey, man, I lo- you, you see those videos where
1: when yeah, how many how many oil rigs and you know miners? And, yeah.
2: The thing is, the, there's, oil, there's the those, oil
3: rig would be much prettier if you let women on it. i uh, Yeah,
2: maybe, but there are those videos where women were reacting to the Senate trying mm-hmm. to put women in the draft. And they were like, I didn't know feminism meant that. No, stop, stop. Let me just tell you something. Real real quick. The the military in this country is struggling to recruit. And you know what that means? It means draft. So if something really crazy does happen and we get a World War III or whatever, they're going to be drafting you. And ladies, that means you too. Equality,
1: right?
3: Uh, This is why I was against feminism always. If I get drafted because of feminism, I'll be really mad.
2: What is this? When's this story from?
1: Uh, The 1990s. Oh, the 90s.
2: Oh, what's the story? Yeah, I double- The first female combat uh, pilot died?
1: The very, uh, I wanted to double check it. I'm, I was about to say, US Navy, this happened in the Navy. The very first, and I was like, I'm not going to say this before I, I'm going to pre-fact check myself. I'm going to pre-bunk this. I'm going to pre-bunk this. Pre-bunk. The first combat qualified female naval aviator aviator actually did die in a plane crash.
2: I watched Top Gun. There was a lady in that plane, bro. And she did a good job.
1: See, here's my problem with Top Gun Maverick. Um, my biggest, the biggest problem with the movie that everybody uh, seems to have missed, and I don't get it, is that the movie takes place in a country that doesn't exist. Because it's as if the America, if the 80s never stopped and the 2000s never happened. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, if, if, if the 2000s never happened, then sure, you could have Top Gun Maverick. But they did happen. And so that, that military doesn't exist anymore. Especially, yep. especially with the Navy after Tailhook.
0: What does that explain it?
1: So tailhook was this idea that there was this conference and they busted a bunch of people, NCIS got involved, and you had you know sexual harassment claims, sexual assault claims, many of which were true, by the way. But the, the Navy's response to this was, we are going to basically detestosteronify the entire force. And anyone with, you know, people get sensitivity training and we have to integrate the genders. Um, not long after that was Kara Holgren was pushed in as the first female aviator. And and eventually we're at the point now where you have women serving on submarines, which never happened before. And this huge push against basically anyone who had that sort of. You know the the reputation of the navy, right? The nef- reputation of the sailor who's got the girl in every port, and is getting drunk when they pull in for you know a, a port call or something. And they wanted to do everything they they re reverted the force or reoriented the force completely away from that towards this sort of like you know the '90s modern male kind of image. And you still see that today, and you see you see that all the way up to outside the navy, but. Um, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, where I don't know if you saw his draft resignation letter. He was like crying as he wrote it. Was, you know, like, tear drops it, on it, it was. Yeah. And we did a dramatic reading kidding, on, the way, on human events, but where it feels like
0: it's uh, I can't allow the
1: military to be like this. I can't be a part of this. You are you are politicizing the military. You are using fear and I will no longer be a part. And I'm, I'm like, fear? this is the, uh, using I- fear. And and this was, (laughs) do you even understand why World War II happened? Why
2: didn't Trump fire that guy?
1: Because, I I don't know. Trump should have fired all of these people. Fauci on down. Yeah, he's naive. He, He just, just get rid of him.
2: I don't know, man.
1: I feel like, I feel like if anything, that Trump came into the situation thinking that it was like, you know, Eisenhower. That it was the 1950s, and when I'm the president, bam, boom, snap my fingers, something happens. This thing gets nuked. These troops get pulled out from here. This this guy goes and gets blown up. Uh, this just that things just happen because you're the president and you order them to happen without realizing that there's this layer now. There's this layer that's called the administrative state, and you can use whatever you know. You call it the deep state. You can call it the bureaucracy. Whatever. The idea is though that and you go back to Woodrow Wilson because he laid this all out exactly how he wanted to institute it that when the darwinists first started coming up when they said we we have organisms we have survival of the fittest we want the state then so Wilson reads Darwin and says we need a state that is operating under this model of survival of the fittest and because the founding fathers didn't know about darwin they didn't know about the the voyage of the beagle they couldn't possibly have understood the importance of the survival of species and the importance of the survival of the fittest and so we need a new form of a state we need a state that is organic that exists outside of the branches of government outside of Congress, outside of the people's representatives who are elected. And so they came up with this new bureaucracy. The bureaucracy, which we can see nowadays, is tied into academia, is tied into education, it's tied into corporations, and you see this idea of the expert class, which is tied in, this is how you get, by the way, you know, an Anthony Fauci, who's an unelected bureaucrat, who has power over our entire country and all of the people of Congress and many of the people of the White House completely just divert everything to him. And this happened in the Trump White House for a very long time. Now, eventually, you know, people like Scott Atlas and others got in there. Um, Peter Navarro was a big part of this. Of course, the FBI is going after him as well. And that's what they're trying to do. So, Ian, when we were talking earlier about this idea, this idea that can the president declassify anything? I mean, that very question is the way they want you thinking. They want you thinking that the bureaucracy has power over the president and that the president is only given his power by you know the largesse and the generosity of that. No, absolutely not. Our system is that the commander-in-chief is elected by the people, he has the authority, and they have their authority because of him. This is why, if you saw the Schedule F story that Axios was talking about, uh, Trump is talking about that if he gets reelected, he wants to set up a situation where he can just directly fire anybody yep. in the federal government and completely flip this axis on its head. That sounds good. So this, uh, is, this is Leviathan, and Huffington Post was going after me for calling this, but they didn't understand what I was saying because um, I said Leviathan has woken. And they said, oh, Posobiec's saying Kraken. He said, they put up like a picture of me, you know, give me like side eye to something and said that uh, I'm calling for war and all this. And I said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I'm, I'm referencing Hobbes. Right. So Hobbes wrote the Leviathan. Leviathan is the state, is this all powerful super state. And these people that have been not elected, not uh, transparently or openly put into positions of power by their people as their representatives. They just exist because of their connections, because of their ties, because they have, quote unquote, the right credentials. The opposite of a meritocracy.
2: You get you get a good donation to somebody. Yeah, and donors. Make you, yeah. Make you an ambassador. Right. There you go.
0: Yeah, I got mixed feelings on the can fire anybody at any time clause of section, what's it called, section F? Is that Why? You know? Why? Oh, because if you get a crazy tyrant in there and they want to fire everyone and then put cronies in, that's also a risk. But you still have a Congress.
2: Yeah, the, 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 the executive branch should be under the command of the executive branch. The idea that we elect the person to run the executive branch, but then bureaucratic civil servants block that like the fact that donald trump was like i want to get our trips out of syria on this yeah. and then uh, uh, this who was it it was a uh, McMaster uh, who blocked it and said and then lied about it right hmm. so uh that's a problem that's a big problem we the people said this is the guy for the
0: job um, like, So so they do all this in
1: the name of democracy by the way yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Like, rating the rating your chief political opponent in the name of democracy
0: i think that ben franco would be horrified at the amount of unelected power in the american government i right agree now. Yeah, I completely agree. All of the founding fathers. All of them. In fact, yeah.
2: If we if we attached uh, uh, a turbine, you know, uh, 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 to the the graves of the founding fathers, we would solve climate change <laughs> he overnight. Oh, overnight oh, We'd right, right, have yeah. enough power. Yeah, yeah. all, all the Tesla. Everyone energy. would have a Tesla after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every car.
0: Okay. Spinning yeah. body power.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, so you think we should? I mean, do you think a president could actually get away with firing everybody, or would they be like, actually? In in theory, yes, you can fire everyone, but... Why shouldn't he? Oh, I mean, de facto, do you think it would actually happen or do you think someone would assassinate the guy?
1: Well, I mean, just from a practical perspective, I mean, you'd have to do rolling firings, right? You wouldn't be able to get rid of everyone in the U.S. government at once. Sorry, libertarians, (laughs) by the way. Um, I mean, you technically could, but you. But I I do think it's outcome you want. I do think it's funny that you get these um, when they do the government shutdowns, and everyone's like, "Oh, the government shut down! The government shut down!" And then it's like, "Did you notice? (laughs) Yeah, did anything actually meaningfully?" All, all, All it
0: meant is that, like, you know, happen. People in the army aren't getting paid. So, how would you prevent if we were to do a rolling fire of a lot of the administrative state for something like the Bath Party not to happen again? How, when we went into Iraq, we fired a bunch of Saddam's old party, and then we said, you can never work in politics again. No, you went underground. You 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 got it backwards.
1: We've got the Bath Party now. That's the administrative state now. That's my concern is when we got rid
0: of the Bath Party, when we fired them all and said, you can't work in politics again, they they kind of joined the Taliban. hear, Hear me out. You buy Greenland, you transfer them all to Greenland. Well, how do we stop them from forming like an underground political movement? Is my question. What do you mean they've done that? But
1: they're the ones in charge right now, and and when you're looking at Mueller, she wrote, and you're looking at the resistance, and you're looking at the the attorney general just came out and publicly stated that he ordered a raid on the president's, the former president's personal residence. That's what's. That's the situation we're in right now. That's what time I just just want to stress, like, and these people didn't bat an eye; they cheered it.
2: This is something that in other countries people have explained they've fled the country over oh yeah when when an, when an administration comes in and then starts arresting and raiding the homes of the of their of their political opponents there are people who are like that's when i decided to leave the country and it's like we're all sitting here like well so yeah, if you're we... in
1: like a post soviet state or venezuela or cuba or um you know parts of the middle east you'd be like oh yeah that's normal yeah well, we know what's coming next right.
0: <laughs> like if we were to fire or if the president were to fire this Modern iteration of the bath party, or whatever you want to consider it, like what would stop them from forming an underground political movement of violent extremism, like the Taliban? Because that's what they did in Iraq. They just kind of joined the Taliban.
1: Well, we're not Iraq.
0: Yeah, it's 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 very different here. I, I think the bigger issue is
2: they'll do what they're already doing,
0: which is controlling weapons, it's it's and money
2: collusion things like contact I, all their all their foreign I, you, I would start with the
0: like, hey, so you,
1: you start with the SES level so thats senior executive service and then you just go down the GS list GS 15 GS 14 GS 13 just go all the way down and for anyone who's not politically appointed so first of all when you're coming as a new administration you've got to get rid of all the political appointees that was something that Trump didn't do the first time around
2: Obama did it
1: Obama, of course Obama did it people. and then uh, and they got they They yelled at Trump for starting to do this. No, get rid of all the political appointees. Whether you are, you know, the secretary, the assistant secretary, the DASD, whatever it is, gone, all of you. And then, and then everyone else switch them over to Schedule F and basically tell, have them come in and you know, it's like that scene in Office Space. You know, explain to us why you should continue working here.
0: Kurt Schlichter said that same very similar thing. That's Great, I love Kurt. And then he's, he's wrong you know, about DeSantis. So he, as he, the president would the president be the one that no, would he loves Oh. Is the president the one that would be listening to everybody that comes in? Is this like or would he appoint like people to listen and there would be a process
1: there would be a process of consultants. What would you say Wait, you do here?
2: I got it. I know how we can fix the budget deficit, yes, lower the national debt, yes, and get rid of the bureaucratic state. Yes. We film Donald Trump reviewing each employee. And then we do like we, we do like a court mm-hmm. show music like dan 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 but dan, dan and it's like Jerry Smith is the uh, senior accountant in, you know for the IRS who's coming into to Trump to justify his position and Trump's sitting there and he's like so what do you do here uh, well um I've been here for five years and then it's like you go to commercial and then we do we do promos make a ton of money dude cut and then taxes with Trump you're fired. Boom! And then they, they'll do like a rubber stamp on the screen. I like
1: that. So you that. just add a button next to the red button. It's like, I guess, black, right? So the black button would be you're fired.
0: So yeah. people pay ten bucks a month to watch, yes. and then we hey. can cut taxes because we're making the money <laughs> through subscriptions through voluntarism. Yes.
2: Okay. A White House like streaming service where Trump just fights. Everybody people. would Dude, watch
0: that. The White House needs a streaming service. Yes, please. That would so be this so is something
1: that during the administration and um, Scaramucci actually, when he was there, something that he he had um, suggested, something that he had pitched to the White House was you should run this like a reality TV show. And I had said that from the start. I know Cernovich said that. We were telling them, just have cameras in here all the time, or as much as, much as possible that it won't, you know, you won't get you into like legal or or actually obviously classified information. But all of those little scenes, I remember they did this really early on and you would see, you know, Ivanka would go in and then the grandkids would be there and Trump just kind of hanging out with them because the biggest issue with Donald Trump's candidacy and and just, just whatever you call his public image right now is that they they paint him as a monster they do the same thing alex jones and the way that you fight that is you show the humanity you show the human side you show them with their family you show them with their grandkids show alex with his kids um and just just bring the camera in jackie onassis did this when she was the first lady and it was one of the first times anyone had ever actually seen what the inside of the west wing and the residents and the east wing and what all of this was like the more you show of that then it won't matter what crazy things they say about you because people can see it with their own eyes exactly
2: yeah so that's, that's you know I talk to a lot of people about the ad stuff that we've done and there's a, I don't understand why well yeah I mean I
1: like what you guys do here
2: but I don't understand why more people don't do just like engage the traditional spaces take them over like Daily Wire obviously gets it
1: yeah but, Daily Wire they, they do a great job of this but there's
2: a lot of uh, independent and right wing media that revel in being outsiders that are not a part of the system and I'm like you need to be like you need to go in there and then just be the thing and convince people this is normal. What we're doing is the thing. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and that's something that over at so we're, you know, we do human events daily through Turning Point USA. And there's there's a bunch of new shows that are coming out there. Um, there's a new talk show called Rent Free. There's a great show called Reloaded coming out. It's actually it kind of got revamped. It was more of a talk show at first. Now it's gonna be more of like like a Pawn Stars type show, um, Paige Rue's hosting that. We have Poplitics, we have Spillover, Over, Alex Clark. And it's, it's just this idea of creating your own content, whether it be, you know, and you can break the fourth wall. You can be normal, you can have conversational shows like this and just have normal people having actual conversations instead of the pre-scripted um, you know, talking points or the screaming matches and the debates that never really seem to go anywhere. It, you can do that, and that's how you can bring together people from you know, different sides of the aisle, different sides of the country, wherever, and actually have a conversation.
2: Yeah, that's what you need.
0: To I do, was man. picturing like in the White House, you hear people in the hallway talking, kind of like the office. Imagine camera, if Trump, and Trump had talking. a podcast in yeah, the White House. And you'd even hear, you'd see people talking, and then you'd hear, like, what? No, no, and it's Trump yelling from the other room, and the people are like looking at the camera. That would be the most entertaining stuff. Even Literally the people that hate would him would this. love to watch yeah. that. He'd stuff. He'd make a ton of money.
1: Yeah, imagine so much if money.
0: they funded the whole U.S.
2: budget off of just like a reality TV show about Trump, because everyone in the world wants to watch it.
1: You easily could. <laughs> there's I don't there's, know about there's the no bigger dollars you need. There's no bigger rate. Well, you would have to cut the Fed at that point. But <laughs> hey, hey, Bannon just went out at CPAC and said, and you don't usually hear Bannon say this, he comes yeah. right up to it, but he finally crossed the line and said, and the Fed. That's he said, impressive. Don't, wow. audit, don't audit it, abolish it. And the CPAC crowd at the don- the Cattleman's Ball donor dinner in Dallas, Texas, applauded abolishing the so Fed. So he said, there's a don't
0: meme. audit it, that's interesting. Don't there's audit
1: it, abolish it. My, me and
2: my saw, I love it. And it says all roads lead to it. It says all the roads coming to one, spe- like all these streets. Yeah, and right yeah. In the right the says Ron Paul was right about everything.
0: Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you it's you put actually, that Ron Paul poster bad. outside my door not last what? week? I, I opened my door and it was Ron Paul standing in front of me, this giant life-size poster of him. Hey, Someone yeah, slid that, it over. That was actually me. Oh, nice job, Sorry, Chris. Chris. Well, there's that, great, that great Ron
1: Paul clip when we played it on the show earlier this week from, from
3: 1988.
1: And he's talking about the FBI. And he points out, he said, we didn't have these things you know, prior to World War I. Yeah. These are not, you know, longstanding American institutions. And, you know, to everybody out there who's a fan of like Scully and Mulder and Booth and Bones and Mindhunter and whatever, you know, Criminal Minds and all these different shows, that ain't what it's like in real life. We're seeing what it's like in real life right now.
0: So, Civil War?
1: Uh, you're talking, of course, about the Avengers series, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Avengers Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So what's next? What's next for this great nation? Pickle jars, presidents, uh, Biden gets another four years, or what? What are we doing? Debt recall? What do Can you we have Biden go
3: on Kimmel and do like a math test or like a reading test, see what happens? Uh, uh, what would you have uh, him do? That, remember that
2: thing? that
1: Breathing test. No, remember that, no, remember the, that yeah. test
2: Trump took? The cognition test or yes. whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that.
1: Purple monkey dishwasher.
2: Is that what it was, or what?
1: No, it was like it was like circle hammer alien. Yeah, yeah.
2: and Trump was like, "I did it so well. I did it better than everyone. <laughs> I have everyone the best
0: cognition. We're
2: and coming be- up amazing. on
3: uh, we're coming up on Biden's 80th birthday in November. We're waiting for uh, his health report too, right? His doctor's supposed to release one every year, I think.
2: Yeah, they're gonna come out and be like, he's, he's great.
3: He's in great health.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's too too good of health. Actually, he's he's too healthy. We need him to, to slow down and take a break and maybe go home for a little bit and have some Cheetos or something. But that's exactly Back what they
1: did. Delaware. That's exactly oh, what they no. did. It, it. Look at the timing, though, of this, of the Mar-a-Lago raid, right? Biden gets kind of pushed off the main stage. He's gone. Kamala Harris, nowhere to be found. And then all of a sudden, this raid just comes out of nowhere. Absolutely out of nowhere. You wake up, you know, I think, I guess the news came out the middle of the day on Monday of this week. And it would, Trump broke the story, actually, mm-hmm. funny enough. Um, or not funny enough, you know, anything about the guy that he says they're raiding Mar-a-Lago. And of course, course, the same way, by the way, Trump is the one who actually broke the story that Trump's campaign was spied on. Um, That original tweet, I just found out they were tapping the wires in Trump Tower. Now, wasn't directly correct about that, but he's pretty close in terms of what they were doing. In fact, it was actually worse because they had spies inside his campaign.
2: It's almost like Trump was never really the president. And what I mean by that is the institutions and the bureaucratic state Sealed him off from as much as possible, so that he couldn't do anything. Well,
1: have you seen Yes Minister? Uh-uh. So the entire plot of Yes Minister is basically what we're talking about, and it's this 1970s sitcom set in in the UK. And it's this new government comes in, and they want reform, and they want transparency, and they say we're gonna we're really gonna change the way things are around here, and we're go- we want open. Up. And very first episode, just to give you an example. Very first episode, they say we want reform, and we want openness, and we want transparency, and of course all the. And then so all the other main characters are members of the bureaucracy or the civil service, as it's called in the UK. And so, you know, permanent undersecretary and these different things. And, uh, you know, they've all got their great titles. And they say, okay, so you want reform and openness and transparency. Okay, all right, great. And so they go leak his, his schedule to, like, the local tabloids. And then of the minister. Yeah. And then he goes, Wait a minute, why did you leak my personal schedule? Everyone I'm meeting with is out here. Well, you said you wanted openness and transparency. Yeah. We're just giving you that. There you go. And then so every episode is him trying to do something, but those guys just screwing him over. Right. Pictures of his butt.
0: They can do anything. You said Wait, a couple, what, 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 was I'm just thinking, about, hey, transparency, you want to see it all? Uh, let's start with your butt. Uh, so well, you said right. a couple episodes ago that you thought if the Americans went off the US dollar as the world currency would be just tragedy. Uh, I think you alluded to it, maybe. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But like, well, no, I, th-
1: I think that um, I think that people talk about ending the US dollar as if it'll be painless, and I just don't think that's true. I've been
0: thinking a lot about a debt recall right now, because Tim asked earlier, what's next? And I, other than like, okay, well, we got to fix the economy. That's what's next, but how? Uh, a debt currency recall where like for two years, you have the opportunity to turn your US, your Federal Reserve promissory note in and you get back like... 20 80 percent of the money you turn in and it would scale up the more dollars you turn in the less you get back uh does that sound, but, but who's
1: going to allow that
0: <laughs> yeah then the people with all the dollars in in the cayman islands or in panama are going to be like well i can't even acknowledge that i have these dollars so i don't want this to happen the right. federal they're, reserve's they're going not going to gonna want it
1: to happen no they will continue so we're basically at the point and you saw this this bill this inflate inflation reduction act which a which spends, well, why would they <laughs> yeah. need why would they need an inflation reduction spends if there was no heard, inflation because there is no inflation right yeah.
0: why didn't they just call it a de- the deflation that
1: we're basically at the point where we're at the point where they're just raiding the treasury where they kind of know that the whole thing is going to fall over so it's about how much money can you get out before the whole thing just collapses and so th- that's what this is it's just handouts to all their buddies handouts to the unions hands out to the donors they're stealing the silverware
2: they from the titanic as it sinks
1: yes and then are that's they why I'm
2: out... saying, like, what do you El Salvador? You know, they recently introduced Bitcoin, and everything's been going really well for
0: them. El Salvador, the U.S. government wants to install a little freedom down there. Install got... a little freedom. Yeah, here comes the, the bald
1: eagle. That's why they're installing a little freedom down Marlago way.
2: Yeah, yeah. Installing freedom.
0: Iraq's free now, and so is Afghanistan. Very um, free.
1: So I don't. Yeah. I mean, it, they want to indict Trump.
0: Oh, yeah, of
2: course.
1: they actually. And, you know, to go back to what we were originally talking about, they actually want to indict Donald Trump.
2: They tried to. And they wanted more than impeachment. They wanted impeachment and conviction and they couldn't get it. So now they're going this route.
1: And I just I just have to keep saying, you know, and, and I'm sure there's not many people that are, you know, in the Biden regime that are watching this. But if you've stumbled in here, um, please don't do this. Please, please. You know, not not from a perspective of. Um, you know, I'm, I'm worried about, you know, his legal chances or anything because it, it's a joke, right? It's obviously a joke. None of this stuff applies to the president. But you are putting this country on a terrible path, and I don't want that to happen to my country. I really don't.
2: I just think about all these historical stories of prominent charismatic individuals who get locked up, and then when they get out, take over— and it doesn't go the way these people think it's going to go in they arrest we, we Yeah, have that two, happened we, to Hitler.
0: That's really concerning. We have, a
2: lot of people, not just him. We
0: have two
1: doors, right? Now. Napoleon. Yeah. We have two doors right now, right? And, and, and one door is, it's the Republic and it's the rule of law and it's the Constitution and the way we've been doing things. And the other door is just, it's raw, naked power and Bolshevism, just straight up Bolshevism. And you're looking at a situation where very similar, and Mystery Grove uh, who I've talked about here before um, outlines this, and if you read Always with Honor by um, by Pyotr Rangel, he he writes this in the fall of Imperial Russia and the takeover of the Bolsheviks. That it, it wasn't like this immediate thing, and so there were reformers that went throughout the society, and they were saying things like, "Well." you know, these violent criminals, we shouldn't just be locking them away. We really just want to reform them and prison is actually the wrong place for them. And so what we should do is not lock away the violent criminals, but just try to find special ways for them to have programs for reform and then reintroduce them into society, right? But if you got caught with a knife, well, you're going away, you're going down. And that was a hundred years ago in Russia. We're seeing
0: the exact, exact same things come out here in America. I've been thinking about a mass pardon that I think maybe is the only way forward. And I'm talking about like the last 200 years of crap, all of it, just nonviolent. I, I don't, so this is the question we talked about last night, a little bit. like, you pardon everybody, Joe Biden for his misdealings in Iraq, fine, Hillary Clinton for getting us into Libya and working with Sidney Blumenthal's Osprey Global Solutions, Barack Obama, you wanna talk about George Bush's illegal war in Iraq. Uh, lying why? to us why, about why, weapons of any of those people? Because it, because I want the people from January sixth thing out of prison right yeah, now. Yeah, but like call why do hostage, we have to transfer?
3: trade hostages. Like this seems like the most terrible. But but but,
0: but hold on. Like it, it, like
2: like Joe Biden's corrupt. Hillary Clinton's corrupt. Barack Obama's corrupt. George W. Bush is corrupt. Clinton is corrupt. Bush Sr.'s corrupt. I'm fine with all of them being indicted and held accountable for them they did. Yeah,
0: but we're like on the sideline, like, yeah, like, it's a game. That's not how power works. Mean, like it's a game? Well, it's not like, you can't just like, oh, yay, clap, clap, the power, the leaders of the power are now gone. Like, that's but not you're how power works. But you're also suggesting
3: pardoning people who have actually harmed other people. Like, how would you feel if they, you were like, well, this is what we have to do. Like, you were directly impacted by one of their decisions and... Someone else is like, well, but this is how we start over. We're just going to pardon everyone. Like that doesn't seem like justice to me, and it doesn't seem like a long term solution. You're just going to let put a vacuum in where someone else comes in to be corrupt and um, do the same thing. Maybe,
0: but I'm not. I'm not condoning future crime. If someone does it in the future, they're going away. Why you pardon everyone else? One thing. There's one thing. It's not about everyone being like, we're going to pardon everybody.
2: That's not a sign of good faith at all. No, that's not what I'm talking about. No, a sign of good faith would be if Biden came out and said, we're going to be releasing the January 6th defendants because we're trying to make things. Yeah, but what I don't want to do is
0: like, oh, you did that. Now I'll pardon you joe it's not a tip for tat i'm not playing I'm, that game exactly, i'm just tired I'm saying of not
2: to do I, i'm saying one way to de-escalate things right now if joe biden came out and said january 6th was abhorrent but we we're seeing dangerous escalation of the rhetoric between what was described as the left and the right and as a sign of good faith i want to pardon these men wow and i want to ask for wow. forgiveness and find a way for this country to move forward well the right would have no response other than thank you yeah the left would be would, would be like aren't we noble and gracious yeah it would just be like oh Okay, I mean, wow! Thank you. Oh, yes,
1: or or by the, or by the way, if Biden could say could just say one nice thing to the mother of Ashley Babbitt. No, oh, seriously. How about I'm I'm so sorry that happened. That was a crazy day, and I I'm sure your daughter meant well, and things got completely out of hand, and I and I'm so sorry that you lost your daughter. That's Ian, all he has to say. Ian's
2: brother would shape. cost him nothing. Ian's brought up Shays' Rebellion several times, yeah. where it was John Hancock, right? Yeah, he,
0: Hancock was the governor. I think it was Massachusetts. He pardoned all of these people, except for like a couple of them. 400 farmers, And that, that's, they didn't have the money. So it's, the IRS is gonna start going to people to get tax money that they don't have. They're gonna be throwing people in jail. It's gonna be similar to Shays' Rebellion.
1: Whoa, they didn't talk about, I read that description. It did That uh, oh, yeah, know, the job description they did not say anything about throwing people I, I, into yeah, jail. They didn't put that in the, in <laughs> the job description. It said <laughs> shoot to kill. Yeah. Let me explain something to everybody.
2: They keep saying in the media, the IRS is not going to audit lower income people. And they are correct. The IRS is not going to audit lower income people. They're just going to send you the bill. This is what people don't get about taxes. The narrative is cleverly manipulated by the Democrats who are like, no, we're not going to audit you. Don't worry. And they go, oh, okay, you're not going to audit.
1: Because that's a formal audit.
2: Because what the IRS does is three months after you file, you get a letter in the mail saying you owe us $2,796.23. Yep. You can pay it here. There's no audit. They just tell you you owe them money. Right. Are you going to call a lawyer? No. You, Bro, if the IRS can add 87,000 people, all they have to do is send a letter to every taxpaying American, you actually owe us 10 bucks more. And what are you going to do about it? You're just gonna give it ten bucks,
0: or you're it's- not. If you can't, if you don't have it, and that's what happened with Shay's Rebellion is they didn't have the money. They couldn't. They just didn't have the money, and so they didn't pay. They they were gonna seize their farms, so they went to the farm, the to the courthouse, and and you know, did yep. basically a January 6th on the courthouse and said, no, you're not taking our farms. A bunch of people went in prison for years. Eventually, John Hancock was like, we're, we're tearing the union. What happened was the local police wouldn't stop the farmers. They're like, no, they, have the, they, they don't have the money. So they called in the, the state police to take care of them. The state police didn't know who they were, so they threw them in jail. Then Hancock was oh, like, no, it's, no. the only way forward is, is pardoning and moving forward. We can't, well, I, if
2: Joe Biden pardoned the J6 defendants, it would be, his popularity would probably skyrocket.
1: I think, I think that would be a great move towards de-escalation, but there is one other way that doesn't even involve pardons. If you want, if you want actual de-escalation in this party and in this country, I think actual DLS de-escalation, we can get de-escalation. If everyone would just get the best night's sleep in the whole wide (laughs) world. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new super
2: light collection.
1: With mypillow.com oh, promo code yeah. POSO, that you've got the toppers, you've got the sheets, you've got the pillows. Then when you wake up, you got the slippers. Now we have the MyCoffee, MyStory.com, MyStore.com promo code POSO. Think of it. Now you can be awake as much as Mike Lindell.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this
1: entire episode was a setup
2: for Jack to do a commercial. I really you appreciate
1: it. you because we went over the script, Scripted it. You yeah, know, so, yeah. so much beforehand. And that was actually the end of the script. So we have a little bit of time for like Super Chat.
0: What but before, are we talking about now? Before we move know, on, I, I want to talk about how important rest is for the human body and that getting a good pillow might actually be a great idea. Yeah,
1: Ian totally missed his line on that. Uh,
0: particularly <laughs> from my poso. I'm sorry, I'm getting this all wrong. Oh it's my Mypillow.com. Where do I get one of here? Your- Can we cast a new should, Ian, Tim? Can we cast a new well, Ian, my head's please? All, I'm, 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 I'm ask you for weeks now pardon them all <laughs> no so i want to figure out is 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 authorizing violence the same as doing violent is, is that violent crime wait, authorizing wait, a violent wait, crime wait, wait what I, i'm done with this guy let's just move on what's next wait no we got no, a super we, chance coming there, we are not authorizing violence no like like all. george bush authorized people to go commit violence if that violence you're talking about market liberal. reprisal like privateers
2: were told by the crown or by the government, yeah, okay, we're fine with pirates. Yeah, and they kind of washed their
0: hands of it. So until,
1: like, until a certain point when they pulled the letters of Mark and then said, okay, you're all outlaws now. When,
0: right, oh, when, wow. it, when, it, when it became, yeah. that's how privateers became,
1: that's how pirate, like the actual real life, the pirates of the Caribbean became pirates. They were all working for the British to begin with, to go after the Spanish galleons, because the British said, well, we don't want our Navy to do it. You guys just go do it and we'll let you do that and then keep whatever you want. So they did that, but then the war ended and then they said, Okay, if you continue to do this, you're all, you know, you're all criminals now. Wild. Yeah. Crazy days. All right, let me see.
2: We're having this weird problem where YouTube keeps keeps crashing.
0: I'm looking forward to at the same time chats. every day,
2: too. All right. We're going to super chats. If you haven't already, would you please smash that like button, subscribe to this channel and share the show with your friends. Check out the uncensored TimCast IRL stuff Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. over at TimCast.com and check out Tales from the Inverted World. Cast Castle will be coming up next week, Tuesday, this time for sure. And then it's going to be every week. So we're going to have a lot of fun. It's uh, it's going to be really funny stuff. We did. A, we, we filmed with Jack today. It was, it was good stuff. I won't spoil anything, but. We didn't film that. That was real. That was real. You're right. Uh, we filmed with Marjorie Taylor Greene and Zuby, and uh, we're getting a lot of people involved and having a good time.
1: Do you film with Santorum?
2: Uh, no, no, no.
1: So no. funny, funny backstory. My first ever job in politics was field director for Rick Santorum in 2006. Oh, wow. Look at that.
2: There you go. All right. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. with the first super chat
1: says, Poso the pillow like button. I just, I just need a button. So, so a button in front of me that um what well how does that work then? Do I buy you the pillow? No. We should, no you we, buy me the pillow. We should get you we uh, buy yourself the We pillow. should get you a
2: stream deck. Yes. With one button. Yes. <laughs> that plays a sound bite that when you press it it says buy pillow.
1: Buy pillow. Buy pillow. Buy pillow. Buy, pill- buy pillow. Buy pillow.
2: So I noticed that Raymond G. Uh, Stanley Jr. took the MAGA out of his name. And I just wanted to mention MAGA month ended. July is over. And I was so, pretty sad to see it go. Yeah. Well, so I changed my profile pictures back. I, I actually, too, yeah. I got an angry email that was like, <laughs> you only cared about MAGA for one month, and then you changed your profile back because you don't care about America. And I thought it was funny because the, the, the point of the joke was to mock the people who claimed to care about a cause, but then right. abandoned it right away. Right. That's why I was like, oh, it's month's over. Like, the American flag's out now. But Whatever.
3: I looked at it like Christmas right you celebrate Christmas in December and then you put your decorations away
0: yeah I like leaving the Christmas lights up till like July maybe all year well we, we yes.
1: do well we do the whole Christmas tide so we do we do little Christmas so that's we take them down uh, which is to January 6th, mm-hmm. which is old old Christmas oh wow and then because my wife oh, is yeah, ortho- yeah, yeah. so my wife is Orthodox so we actually celebrate both oh wow
2: all right Logan Rolden says just built my new bed in my new rural town in eastern Oklahoma glad I got out of that Hellhole state of California, and holy ish, gun law is not a thing out here, and can buy my drum mags.
1: But do you need pillows for your new bed?
0: Oh, that's probably does. Without a probably doubt. does. Yeah, that sounds awesome.
1: And a topper, and sheets, and all the rest. We really do use them, by the way. Ooh. get tanya on here some night she'll she'll tell you we got rid of all the pillows. she got rid of all the pillows in her house and was like i want all pine pillows i
2: bought the slippers you got the slippers those were legit those you know we
1: had, um they have all seasons uh slippers now oh so they because they because people kept saying that they were wearing them outside and then so the idea was well we need to make them just a little bit more rugged yeah, yeah. so that you can wear them outside and that's the new all-season
2: slippers. legit so, i will say whatever is inside them is the fluffiest thing yeah I've ever what makes on. them so
1: good uh, it's it's actually uh, clouds and dreams. <laughs> that you're, you're hello, just Mike, walking hello. directly on them.
2: The coffee thing, though, it's like everybody's selling coffee these days. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it really is. It really is like everyone's doing coffee. Is, all is of there a is
2: there like some like conservative coffee company that's like sourcing for all of these people who are selling coffee?
1: So I actually I, I ran into Mike at at CPAC, and I don't like text him every day, like I'm sure everybody thinks. Um, in fact. <laughs> Um they sometimes some of my my pillow ones they're like, Hey Jack, that might be a little bit close to the edge, you know? Like <laughs> I gotta, uh, well, we, we got We got cancelled enough places already, you the, know. We got but he one. said he's gonna send me the coffee. He said he's gonna send me the coffee. Oh
2: we got a good one here. Stephen Bordelmay says All this talk of civil war is making me lose sleep. If only there were someone that could tell me how yes! I can get a good night's yes! sleep, that would leave me speechless, like I Michael know. Null's book.
1: Ah very good. Very it good. A, it was a it was a turnaround. It was around. like a double it was a turnaround, yeah.
2: I love how there's there's like the sponsorships have become memes. How it's just like people were memeing Michael Knowles' book to get me to read it. Yeah. I was funny because like every time I'm reading a super chat, I'll, I'll explain this. So for those that aren't familiar with the meme, when Michael Knowles' book would, came out called Speechless, people would start a super chat by saying like, Tim, what you said about this was so profound it left me speechless like Michael Knowles' book. Or they'd be like, Donald Trump came out with these powerful words. And when he said this, I was left speechless. Mike. But the thing is, I'm like, and then, giving,
1: his, and then his book went number one.
2: It did. But like, you're giving me money, and I'm reading it, it's funny, and then Michael Knowles is selling his book. I'm like, this is a win for
1: everybody. <laughs> so this is actually something that I think coincided with a few multiple like a, a multiple, you know, multifactorial kind of moment where up until a couple of years ago, it was this idea that everything on the internet is free. Everything on the internet is free. We we don't want things, we don't like the paywall, we don't want something. But then with the rise of the content creator, it became this idea of well, if I support my creator, my favorite creator, if I support someone that I like watching or I like reading, then I get more of them and they get to continue to do what yeah. they do. And so, and and you know what? Ten bucks a month isn't that bad. Right. And so you now see people that are so much more willing to do that than they ever were before.
2: Right. So we got uh, John Kirsten says, with Hannah Clare and Ghost Girl as regulars, I no longer care Luke went for Sigs and never came back or that potato guy being gone. Good. We Luke, don't need them. Luke went for Sigs and never came back. <laughs> that's that's about right. One Friday. Just and then Seamus just disappeared one day. We don't we don't know what happened. Just one day he was here and then he was gone.
3: So le- that's how leprechauns work. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, I've got nope. my intel on Seamus. Don't worry. On Seamus. I've got intel we're, on all of you. We're waiting for our, all, everyone to come back. All for our, everybody to come back.
3: Then we'll all sit at the chair once. We'll just rotate around the room.
2: All right. Let's see. Caleb Cass says, "If the Senate doesn't pass the budget next month, the health and climate bill gets no funding."
1: But they're going to. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, I mean that that stuff's going. It's it's all going to get passed. Yeah.
2: I like how the, the left is making fun of, uh, they're, they're, they're making fun of Bernie. There's a meme going around on leftists where it's like Joe Manchin smiling saying uh, co-wrote or co-sponsored one of the most comprehensive climate bills. And then Bernie like got nothing passed in 30 years. And the, like,
1: I, I, I saw that and I thought it was hilarious. Five mansions, Five mansions. Does he have five? Um, it, I, he might be up to five now because he did vote for the, uh, the inflation reduction. Oh, <laughs> right, he I voted know. for the, the spending bill. All right, excuse me, says Ian,
2: tell Poso how you want to let Dem politicians go free from prosecution for betraying the American people and Republicans.
0: Well, we, we, I think we got into that. Part yeah. of it is I, I, I think that a lot of their crimes are being just dismissed right now. People aren't really acknowledging some of it. So if we pardoned them, then we would at least acknowledge it, which is like the best I think we can get. Rebel without a cause says, "Hi, I'm the journalist known formerly as Tim
2: Pool. Since changing my diet to keto, I've also changed my name. I am now Slim Pool." Oh, there you go,
1: Slim. Uh, By the way, for for, for the record, I'm pretty sure Garland's going to get impeached.
2: Oh yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene filed articles of impeachment.
1: So she she filed it, but um, this isn't going to be until January. This isn't one of one of those ones where. You know, it's like you file it and then it just sits there, but it's a big press release, and you know nothing really happens. No, he's getting impeached. He's absolutely getting impeached in the new Congress. What do you
0: think? Hard charges are. What are they? Uh,
1: they are going to charge him for for corruption. They're going to charge him for uh, completely con- unconstitutional action. They'll 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 find a direct charge. But this raid on Mar-a-Lago this raid on Mar-a-Lago has turned so many people that were independents, that were moderates, we're hearing it from donors as well, saying, you you know, we thought Trump was um, just being, you know, off his his rocker, we thought he was crazy, we thought some of these things that he was saying were nuts, and you just raided Mar-a-Lago. They just proved him right. Like, you just proved him right, so it means that Trump will probably be the nominee now, right, there's like no question about that. And he's, at, at this point, And I said this on Twitter the other day. Donald Trump will be the next president of the United States.
2: All right. Jacob Cahill says, Today's my 38th birthday, and I can't think of a better gift to myself than a shout-out from Tim and the gang. Thank you for creating the best live journalism show in the world. Much love. Happy birthday, Jacob. Thank you for watching and supporting the work we do. Nice job, Jacob. Hope you have a good birthday, man. Somebody
1: buy that man a pillow. My pillow. Buy him a
2: pillow. I'd say buy him a drink for his birthday, but a pillow works as well. Seth Hauser says, after everything the Democrats have done, there should be no pardons for these criminals.
1: They have done too much damage. If they go to jail, so be it. I mean, keep yep. in mind that, uh, look, I just sat in the courtroom when Steve Bannon was was on trial for this, this paper argument um, that they were having, about, which was also about separation of powers, this executive privilege. They put him on show trial. They're, they may put Steve Bannon in jail over right. this. And so this is my response to Ian is they're already putting Republicans in jail. That's yep. how bad this is. Mandalore Wise says, main reason I think the Cincy
2: thing was a false flag is the claims that Viva Fry told people or told him to be violent. So go guard mar lago Anyone who watches Viva is calling BS. So that's
1: just false. Viva never said that.
2: Viva like passively read a comment where he's like, oh, I guess people are going to Mar-a-Lago. And but then, then this guy posts, like, Viva Frey is saying things are happening.
1: But if you watch the actual clip, and so USA Today wrote this, uh, this, so this attack piece on Viva? Viva because the guy referenced him. And so they said, oh, this guy said he heard it from Viva Frey, even though he didn't go to Mar-a-Lago, which was the, the whole thing was about. Yeah. And if you actually watch the clip, and Viva has this up on his timeline, he said, he's reading this comment, and then he says, oh, yeah, you shouldn't do that. Don't go, to, don't go down there. So right. he even says it, that that's, you know, that's a bad idea. Don't it's do that. It's just weird smears. But they cut that off. Man, weird. They smear what they fear. They Waffles smear sen- what they fear.
2: Yeah. Waffle Sensei says, Ian, it's not that JFK's brain was officially recorded as missing. It's just that the brain that was included in the autopsy report was virtually undamaged.
0: Make of it what you will. It's oh, creepy. okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know about all that like, stuff that happened well real, before I was alive. Like maybe it wasn't his brain, I think was the, the, the theory.
1: No, it's was just in Dallas and I didn't go to the grassy knoll. Oh, have you been there? before? Have you been to
3: the Cyclone Museum? Negative. It's great.
1: I haven't spent I haven't spent much time in Dallas.
3: Oh, Dallas is super cool. I love Dallas.
1: I had I was there. It was you. Know, pack work work work. When you see CPAC, around. it's hard because
3: it's just like yeah. you have to be somewhere all day well, long. But Dallas Elijah, is a really great city. Elijah
0: Schaefer's show. But you you teleprompted you tele viewed in didn't you?
1: So I've done Elijah's show in person in the past, but then I was down for Better Discourse, so we had to go straight to that. And then yeah, when I did Elijah's show this week, I was on that was from here uh, oh, from D.C. Got it. And for some reason, they made me look like this golden, bronze, Adonis God, yes. Well, it's hard not to. Going on? I mean, look at yourself. Yeah, All no, right. well, for here, we apply the filter to make me look human.
3: You were the fireman that Tim wanted earlier, right?
1: That's yeah. true. 6-6. Six, six. Six. Tim was talking about me.
2: Kane the fourth says, need Liberty Prime if a war with China comes. I'm a big fan of Liberty Prime. What is that? From Fallout 3, is a giant robot that the Americans built that, to fight communism. <laughs> and as it, like, it's activated, it's just like, communism is bad, or yelling something like that. It's funny.
1: Taiwan should just start mining the streets.
2: Waffle Sensei says, I think the best course for China and Russia, who have been using ideological subversion to get us into civil war, is for Russia to fund the right, China to run the left, and both fund our destruction. So this was a Russian state TV said, these, their pundits said that um, a civil war was probably coming. And the only question is, who, which side do they fund with an arm with weapons? Who do you think? I, 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 who would Russia give weapons to? Obviously not
0: Biden. If a civil war broke out, no, we give it to like pro-communist. Russia and China would work together, and then you'd I have think. Europe working. But we don't. Against we don't have,
1: actually. We don't have to consider this because we we just found out that there was a there was a Russian-backed group down in Florida that just got totally rolled up, and it was a it was a group of black separatists. Oh well, wow. this
2: is a good one. Sal says, says
1: completely you, Russian-funded.
2: Jack, could you talk about Pizza Hut nationalism? I've been thinking about it a bit <laughs> recently. How can we get back to those days?
1: Well, we've we've talked about that on the show before when I was on, I think. That they had we, a salad bar? Yeah. So you had you had the salad bar. You had this this idea that Pizza Hut wasn't just a place that delivered pizza, that yeah. it was actually a communal space where you could go and spend time as, book as a kid. You had Book It. You had, and then I had taken my kids to a Pizza Hut near where we lived, and it was just— it was atrocious. It was there's, dirty and disgusting. It, and If it's a
2: standalone building at all, at this point,
1: they're just like— We're trying to it, get out of there. It's, it's a strip
2: mall. Mm-hmm. Pizza today is a strip mall. You walk up, you open the door, there's like two chairs, and you yeah. order the food
1: and you leave. Well, so this was—it was an old Pizza Hut, right. which is why I initially had thought it was a place you could go and sit. Let's
2: bring it back. Let's make our own. Let's do it. We'll do it out here. We'll do it. We'll, 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 uh, we'll call it Pizza Shack.
1: Pizza Shack. Done. Yeah. Done. You had that idea idea before. Do you remember your idea about, I forget if it was a hotel or a a hangout spot, but it was like uh, the different living rooms from different eras. Yeah. Do you remember this idea? So uh,
2: my, an idea I've had for a while is
1: to, uh, I mean,
2: maybe we should just do it. And this is something that we might need like an investor for and a developer. You get a building and you create, uh, you get one bedroom uh, apartments. And you can get maybe, what should we do? Should we do like six of them? And you've got, you go in one and it's the 1990s. Everything in it will be stocked from the 90s. TV's from the 90s. When you turn the TV on, it's it's pre-programmed with like a specific date from the 90s. Maybe like 1992 or something. Then you've got the 80s room, the 70s, the 60s, and the 50s.
1: Did 92 have Urkel? I want Urkel.
2: I don't think it had Urkel in mm. 92. 92? 92? Yeah, 92. I'm I need I need Ur- Ur- little family I need, matters. Ur- no, I need
1: Urkel.
3: Wait, so what is this? this is this like a museum or is <laughs> no, it like no, no, an Airbnb? No, no. Airbnb. Airbnb.
2: It's, it's a hotel. It's like a hotel. The idea is that you could book a, uh, a, a, a it's a theme hotel mm-hmm. where. Boutique hotel. Yeah. You'll you you you'll be like, I want st- to be in the 90s. And mm-hmm. you'll go and there'll be like a radio. You'll turn it on and we'll just pre-program everything to play on a loop. So it's like live streaming, basically. If you You order
3: room service, do you only get snacks prepared from that era? Yes.
2: And when you open the fridge, there will be, like, leftover with the same box from that era.
1: (laughs) You could just call it eras. Yeah. Eras.
2: We'd be sold out every night, I guarantee you. 100%. Oh, yeah. It'd be
1: like a different hotel every time you went. I got to imagine there's got to be a place in Vegas like this. It would be... Have they not done this already?
2: I want to... I I want... To be able to be like, I want to spend the night
1: in the seventies. Or example, look and at there's
2: like a vinyl player. And like I mean, look track. at fifties
1: diners, right? Fifties diners are everywhere. Everybody loves these things. They're yep. still popular today. And the most popular ones are the ones that best recreate the nineteen fifties experience.
2: Yeah. And then, you know, you have but you'll also have like entertainment and news. So like if you're in the fifties place, you can turn the T V on and hear about like the, the politics of the day, civil rights stuff like that. The sixties, there's the moon landing, in the nineties, you have the fall of the Soviet Union. Or you can just watch the honeymooners or something it'd be cool you like turn the knob on the tv
0: or if
1: you go to the 40s there is no tv
2: right it's just radio no tv yeah is
0: it kind of like after 2000 like society just homogenized no 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 no,
2: man like you you go in the 2000s one and they're gonna have like
0: avril lavigne yeah avril lavigne
2: (laughs) it's gonna have all that stuff it's gonna have like a poster for final destination or whatever and that's the movie that's on tv and then we just have one room that's like like a normal hotel room for today Confirmed Steve Urkel
0: was definitely around 92. Really? Yeah, you're going to get your Family Matters fixed. Wait, no, I mean the person or the show? Well, Family Matters, the show. Okay. 89 to 97. Family Matters started
1: in 89? Yeah. Wow.
0: What's, That's that, what's crazy? that theme I know that. song? We got to do this. So
2: um, I, I have no idea how to start a hotel, you know, but it's an idea. So uh, someone should do it because I'd love to stay there. I don't know right You'd totally It'd do
1: that amazing. yeah 90s and you've got you No, but for real hey we your, should do a pizza shack you've got your you've got league with Lee with, chew in with the 80s nintendo one. 64 all over the place they've all got golden eye because what other game is there
2: yeah golden
0: eye yeah. no but for real we should should Country
2: i was is, talking okay. about doing like a sandwich spot or something let's make a let's let's make a building like it's a rectangular building you go in it's got booth seating it's got the pizza bar and salad bar in the middle and we'll do a reading program at the local school, and
1: if you're a local little league team, um, yep. you know maybe you you get a discount or you eat for free. All that or that All that stuff. Yeah. We'll
2: contact the local schools, and we'll make our own book program. Yeah. Well, we, all of that stuff. The teacher will be like, read the book, and then you can get the thing and come in for a pizza.
1: Instead of book it, we could call it book them. Book them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but this is my thing. Like, you know, you talk about pizza nationalism and what we what we lost. Right. These. Yeah, they were communal spaces. You went there when you would. I, I remember. The, you get the wheel or whatever for like reading books and you get like a free donut and you get like a pe- free slice of, like a free personal pizza.
1: I read all those books too. Yeah. I always read those books.
2: My friends would be there. I'd show up. I'd be like, oh, it's my friends from school because when, when they were handed out. Because they were there too. That's what we need to bring back, man. Have, space, have you heard about my idea for Saturday morning cartoons? Negative. So we're looking for venues right now in Eastern West Virginia. I love mm-hmm. saying that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, what we want to do is like gaming, skating, hangout spot, just whatever. But then on Saturday mornings, we want to play cartoons so that parents can bring their kids to hang out. There'll be like a breakfast buffet with like sausage, eggs, bacon, pancakes, mm-hmm. waffles. And the parents can hang out and talk to each other in the morning. And the kids all get to you know play games while watching these shows. And it's a way to create kind of like a secular community, community event because it used to be the church. And I was like, not everybody goes to church. Some people still go to church, but a lot of people don't. Let's bring people together with Saturday morning cartoons. Not bad. And then it's also because... We, it also doesn't we, conflict with church. We, right, exactly. In fact, many people might actually decide, meet people there and then decide to go. Or um, the big issue is the parents are involved in the content the kids will watch... So it's like you're not getting any of these weird shows from Disney or something. You're getting like the approved shows. I always
0: love those goofy cartoons from like the 60s and 50s Disney where he's like, there's the narrator talking like, and then he walks to figure out how to dig a hole. That's hilarious. One shovel thing at a time. Have you guys ever seen those old uh-uh. fantastic Disney? No Saint says,
2: Tim should do one segment every day using a VTuber model. Then he could have a fan art tag on Twitter. Yeah, What, what if I had like uh, uh, an anime waifu VTuber? And then I used a voice changer and just did a normal segment. So it was just like an anime waifu with like a sexy female voice t- telling you the news. I bet it would make way more money.
1: People keep asking me for, I, I keep getting hit up by these freaking weebs, man. And they all want my pillow waifus. And it ain't happening. <laughs> it is not waifus. happening. No, weeb. Go back to your crawl spaces. I don't know, man. Every freaking day, man.
2: Okay. El Rojo Grande. Says Tim, it seems pretty obvious to me what happened here. Trump declassified those documents, as he said. The Biden admin probably reclassified those documents to use a pretext to attack Trump. Is that yeah, it's not. Is that works. allowed? No. I okay. Yeah, I don't think no, that makes how sense. not that
1: works. I think they're just fishing. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. You <laughs> can't. You know, it's yeah. like it's like. We're, I'm sorry. We're we're gonna we're gonna push our entire republic to the precipice of civil war over an argument about document markings really really because we know that's not what this is about right can no, we can we just, all just can we just donald drop trump all that to,
0: i think they want donald trump to not be able to run for office it's again it's right
1: when you said debathification when you reference that that's exactly what they're trying to do they want de-Trumpification. Anyone who's associated with him, anyone in his family, anyone who gave him money, anyone who voted for him, anyone who's a public supporter, they want you gone, they want you erased.
0: It's tantalizing, but reference the bath party becoming the Taliban or joining the Taliban as a result of being barred from politics. Don't do it again because history does rhyme. Right, but um, the, the,
1: which is different from the deep state though. If you're a bureaucrat, maybe you should be elected. Maybe you should have to go through some yeah. kind of public process to get these. Why shouldn't Dr. Fauci be someone that's subject to public review?
2: And a freaking tournament, right. man, of some sort. Yes. Chance Terry says, Jack, Tim, many thousands, including myself, are facing discharge over military COVID vaccine mandate. So Trump has talked about this. Please be our voice because we don't have one. We need your help. Our readiness is Look, being decimated. Trump
1: has said this straight up. And that's the one thing where you have to say, like, if, if the vaccines are your issue, or if you have someone who's in your family, uh, if, if it's you, right? He's the only politician that I've heard anywhere in America. Just total free money. Say, if I'm elected, I will reinstate every single one of these members with back pay. Wow. And by the way, I would also say, because if you're on the enlisted side, you have time and grade promotions, I would hope that he would also add the time and grade promotions along with that. Because every... this. We treat our troops like trash over this, like straight up trash. You join the military, you raised your right, I'm a veteran, you raised your hand, and you said, I will do whatever my country asks of me, and then we're going to knock you out because you don't want to take something. No, it's, it's it's one of the most just disgraceful moments of our entire, I mean, it reminds me of some of these, you know, the bonus army and some of these things. Either the bonus army was kind of a commie plot, but, you know, it, it's- How can you treat actively serving members of our military like this? I don't understand it. Simulation says, in response to drafting females, aren't a a majority of
2: military roles today support roles and non-combat roles? Is it a majority? There's a lot.
1: I mean, I'd have to look at the numbers for the Army. I mean, certainly in the Navy, right? (laughs) You know, or the Air Force, right? That's why they call it the Chair Force as a joke. Not, you know, not knock on the Chair Force, guys. But... You know, obviously, the majority of people in the Air Force are not pilots. Right. So the idea then is, you know, is everyone going to be in a combat role? And that's kind of the thing. People think of the military at, if there is a job in the real life, I guarantee you there is a cognate to that job in the military.
2: Caper2X says, Jack, the female aviator died when her Tomcat lost an engine landing on the carrier. She waited too long to eject to give her WSO time to get out. It was crazy. I mean, but that sounds more like she she did something heroic, right? God bless her. Yeah.
1: Mechanical error, not
0: pilot error? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably have to look into that story. Uh, Didn't the CDC just relax all these guidelines on COVID? So does that not kind of a, maybe a indication that people are going to be let back into the military, that the mandates are going to be lifted? I don't know, man.
1: I mean, you haven't seen much... Uh, self-awareness from this regime whatsoever. They don't care, right? They, they actually don't care that they've changed what they said. Denmark, by the way, just dropped the vaccine for under 18. So yeah. Denmark, they're doing away with it completely. Um, but you're you're not going to see any of that in the US they're not, they're not going to apologize for anything they've done they don't they, think they did the anything problem wrong the
3: other was that thousands of military service members applied followed they they were told if you apply for religious exemption if you apply for medical exemption we'll consider it and their applications were rejected they basically were told we don't actually believe you we don't believe that you hold these you know, it's of your values that you don't think this uh vaccination is something that fits with your religious practice like that's a very hard pill to swallow to be told that we respect and defend religious freedom except if you enlist in the mil- in the military and you don't want uh, uh, the COVID vaccine, it's just crazy.
2: All right, Stephen B says I'm a subscriber but never watch the After Hour because I don't want to watch it on a lap on my laptop. Is there an app or something which it can be accessed on TV? If not, is there something in developed? There is something in development. It's just uh, I would love an app for that. Yeah, so that. we are working on, they're called OTT apps over the top. Yeah, We want to get them on every TV, every smart TV, every smart service, and every phone. And want is, uh, it's a powerful word. Doing, yes. But uh, it requires being able to hire a bunch of devs, finding good devs, getting the work done. We hired some people to start working on development, and then they abandoned it. And then the whole thing went sour. So we are, like, it's it's one of the top priorities that we have We've, cause I tell this to Daily Wire guys, too. Like, dude, I need your app on my TV so I can watch it. Because I don't have Roku or anything. Like that. I just have a smart TV. Mm-hmm. I turn it on, and I'm like, I want to watch Daily Wire's movies. It's not easy to do, unfortunately, because I'm a fan. Same is true for us. We're working on it, and hopefully soon. But I don't know what soon, soon means, man. But it is a top priority for us, for sure. The Jaded Kriegsman says, I think the problem is that a lot of civil servants who view their job as being to advise on policy and not make, and not make policy... But the people who get promoted into management roles view themselves as policymakers and act as so. Yep. Yeah,
1: look, I, I, was, I, was, I was in the civil service. I was a GS employee um, for Navy intelligence uh, on the civilian side. And 100%, they believe they are the expert class. They believe they are the ones in charge. They believe that they are the ones who have the authority. And they're not. They're absolutely not. That's not our system. That never was supposed to be our system. And for anybody out there, who is currently serving, and real and you do see both, right? You do see both in the GS, and he's 100% right, that it is. it does come down to the management versus the employees. That if you're in the leadership track, you view yourself as the policymaker and you go them, and oh, I'm gonna tell this congressman, I'm gonna tell this president what, I, what they should do, as opposed to actually obeying the authority, and just having respect for the authority, and actual respect for the chain of command. Because when I served, I was under I was under Obama, right? But it didn't matter. You still respect the chain of command.
2: All right. Bobcat says, Tim, do you remember the pizza buffet at Pizza Hut? That dessert pizza is something I would invade an entire country again to bring back. <laughs> Which
3: we can country make, has we, it? We
2: can do a gag. Like, I'm legit. About, I really would want to open a, a pizza place like this, finding a, finding a building and everything. I'm totally down for. And we should, we, we should totally do commercials where it's like we invade a country to bring back pizza shack nationalism
1: or do we can we invade the past yeah can we 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 get a time machine yeah we get a time (laughs) machine everyone's like what are you doing what's happening
2: stand back citizen you gotta go you gotta say something like it's gone wrong we have to go
0: back it's all gone wrong you have to go back from the future for your pizza where we're
1: going we don't need rolls
0: then we bring back the building I guess we bring or back the, the, the dough that didn't have potassium bromate in it. Well, you'll you'll, yeah, you'll be no, driving real, around. Ingredients,
1: man. Yeah, well, you'll be driving around now, and you'll see former Pizza Huts with like different color Insurance schemes companies. and different mm-hmm. names on them. But you look at it, and you're like, "That's a Pizza Hut, man! I don't care what signs on there. That's a Pizza Hut."
3: My favorite Pizza Hut fact is that it was started by two Irish brothers who had never had pizza. Did I find that really? hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd never had pizza. It was like a trendy food. It was coming over, but. They, is not authentic it's either pizza hut or domino's started with a french bread recipe that's what they made their crust from really mm-hmm.
1: i could see uh, that for domino's uh, I, I just want to kind of let you guys know like,
2: i am i am very upset with how papa john's treated papa john but if you look at the ingredients of domino's pizza hut, and papa john's no questions papa john's look ingredients are all way way better no seriously i think pizza Hut puts splenda in their crust oh <sighs> Fake sugar, like fake sweetener.
1: Weird. Jeez. You
2: look at Papa John's ingredients, like wheat, water. Do
1: you ever hear light. the story about his car? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had him on he the show. This, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, obviously. Found his car again. Man, that's amazing. I that's, love that story. Amazing. I love that story about him because I get that. I totally... And it wasn't... He, he didn't settle for the same make and model or even the same way he said, no, I want the car. Was it, he sold his car when he was starting the business to yeah, pay yeah, for yeah, it and then he yeah. bought it when he succeeded. But he found it. He tracked, uh, well, no, he's, I think he put up like a bounty for it basically and then tracked it and somebody tracked it down and, and then he bought it off them. Oh, yeah. All right, let's grab one more here. The
2: Bahamian Rainman says, Tim, I'm reading about how Sean Hannity is claiming that even if Trump goes to jail, he can still run for POTUS from the clink. Mr. Posobiec, do you know anything about this?
1: Um, I mean, <sighs> Okay, from a legal standpoint, if you'd want to get into that, so the Constitution doesn't say anything. It is silent on the question of can a person who's been uh, convicted of a crime run for president, right? It's not in the Constitution. There are specific qualifications that are laid out in Article 2, um, and it doesn't mention anything about crimes. It, again, because the founders trusted the people of the states.
2: But there, there is, uh, in the 14th Amendment, I believe, if you wage insurrection—
3: Insurrection, but you can be yes. convicted of a felony and run right. for president. So if charge him with insurrection in most states. Yeah. In I think every state, you can't be convicted of a felony and run for state office, but you can run for federal office and be convicted of a felony. And this, and this,
1: by the way, that's that's another kind of back end thing they're trying to do. If, if they can't get him convicted, they're going to try to get him off the ballot anyway, or you know can't get him in prison. And just keep in mind that all of these, you know, kind of scholastic arguments about this whole thing it's and you know i think tim you're right i think i think that this this gets crazy way before it gets to that point and i really yeah. don't want to go there
2: all right last one ac your says i want a donald trump my body pillow
1: does does it have to be an enemy my but no you know it. no just regular just trump no, giving a thumbs just no. Up. Nope. nope nope all right everybody nope. if you haven't
2: already would you kindly <laughs> smash that like button subscribe to the channel Share the show with your friends and check out timcast.com for our after hours on SunSearch show Monday through Thursday. We are working on TV apps and a mobile app to get all, to, so it's a lot easier. Um, we we've been have like we've been meeting about it consistently. We had an app in development, it fell apart, and the company fell through. is not It's not easy to just build a company, but we're working on it. We will be there. We will get there. You can follow the show at timcastirl. You can follow me at timcast. Jack, do you want to shout anything out?
1: Uh, yeah, just Human Events Daily. So we're coming up on Real America's Voice. Very excited to be there, be a part of that team. Uh, of course, it's available at Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Just broke back into top 10 uh, of all Apple politics nice. uh, podcasts. We're really excited about that. And, you know, you watch us. We had the IRS story a week before anybody else did. Wow. Right on.
3: I'm Hannah-Claire Brimmo. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. You can check me out there. I post almost every day as to uh, do a number of other great writers. I highly recommend it. You can follow me on Instagram at HannahClaire.b. I don't remember my social media handles. HannahClaire.b. Thank you guys so much.
0: Uh, Ian Crossland from Crossland.net. Get through to me on social media, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, mine's Instagram, and uh, Jack. Good stuff, my man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm into like a Donald Trump body pillow. Hey, special shout out to Chris Poole. Holding it down. Hey, I'm Chris. You can follow me on Twitter. Thanks for watching. All right, Chris, everybody. can just
1: pipe down, man? <laughs> what is this guy's deal? All <laughs> show. What is this guy's All yeah, show, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Go to chickencitylive.com. Watch our chickens sleep. They're having a good time. We're probably going to start eating them soon, but only only the ones we don't like. We'll, we'll, we'll save the other
0: ones. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you all next time.